0: This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigheadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Hey listener, this
1: is Venice, and you're listening to Voice from the Underground, proud members of the Tangent Bound Network, and the famous original podcast network. Welcome to the Underground. Woo.
2: Woo. The underground.
1: My favorite podcast. Check
2: out, Check, out
3: Check out DJ. Check
2: out Big Ass.
3: Check out Dash. My
1: favorite podcast.
4: Check one two. Check one two.
1: Voice from the underground.
4: Check one two.
2: Check one two are Podcast Welcome
1: to the Underground
5: Voice from the Underground Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages Welcome back to Voice from the Underground The Podcast We are a gnarly, spirited, super dope and often mind numbing juxtaposition of politics and pop culture coming straight from the underground and into your happy
4: earballs, Big Haas. What's happening, Big Haas? What's up? What's going on, y'all? How y'all doing out there? There we you go, know, podcast land. How's everybody doing out there? There we go. So, big 2nd um, we've got around. a show
5: we've been talking about doing for a while today, uh, and I think we're gonna jump right into it because I've got the all the jazz on my tablet pulled up, and I don't really feel like losing anything. So, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. We're gonna do talk it, about a it. very sol- socially important movie. I think um, Zootopia. Yes,
4: such a great movie.
5: I don't know, bro. I mean, there's there's so much to digest in this fucking movie that we might not get to the Amber Heard Aquaman thing. We we're going to try to. I really want to talk about that, but um we have a um we have a guest with us today, Big Hass and uh once again back in the once underground again, ladies and grabbed, gentlemen. Once again ladies and gentlemen, he's grabbed his shovel. He is here. He is. The head honcho, the CEO the Trump, as it were, of Big Heads Media, do wow. time, Mr. Do
0: time, Mr. Mark Phillips. <laughs> uh, we're going to have a beautiful show.
4: <laughs> Welcome a back. A show like you've never seen before.
5: It's going <laughs> to be amazing.
0: Nobody knew podcasting could be this successful.
5: Nobody knew. Nobody knew this podcast could be this bad. This <laughs> I, heard, I heard
0: from many people. Many people were saying... <laughs> A lot of people said they couldn't do it. Serial was a failure.
5: Oh, Trump. So after we do this, um, I don't know if we'll talk about Trump too much. Well, actually, how can you talk about this movie and not talk about Trump? So, um, Mark, for those of you who don't, who who haven't maybe listened to the other couple shows that you were on, uh, you uh, you are basically our... Overseer, you are the great overlord. I wow. Don't use media. overseer and talk to a black s- dude. Man, I was gonna
4: say, don't do that. I meant to say overlord, but <laughs> I didn't. know. Is overseer that, culturally bad? I didn't know that, dude. You don't listen to krs one, dude? <laughs> dude, Caris one is he still overseer. overseer? Overseer, 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 overseer. From overseer. Yeah, I don't oh, remember man. that song. I don't remember that's that song, called, dude. And I listen to BDP a ooh, lot. Ooh, that's the sound of the police. Boop, boop. Boop, boop. that's the oh, that's sound fun. of the beast come on man
5: all right so the overlord <sighs> the that's, great that's that's the great better.
4: that's incrementally better look.
5: look you have to come up with some sort of pronoun that means he is above us so you pick one for crying hey, out
4: loud pause granddad Pause. <laughs> god I, he is god no you can't say god uh, this is the one he this is, is amazing he is the head honcho of our parent organization. How go. about that? That doesn't sound that funny. I like. I'm it the
0: be... Bob Iger to your, uh, <laughs> uh, um, Finn Stephen A. Smith. Right. <laughs> yeah.
5: boy, I don't even get to be Fiji. Jeez, Louise. So, uh, listener, for those of you who don't know who Mark is, here who is Mark? Mark? Who is who is Mark?
0: <laughs> so uh, I'm one of the owners of uh, Big Heads Media the uh fantastic
5: four dollars
0: <laughs> right
4: the fantastic organization
0: a ton of, of wonderful podcasts uh, i'm also the host of uh of massive late fee and retro late fee on the network every time i have to to plug i go on a show or whatever i have to plug this plug something about myself this is how i feel right here leave
6: a like what do you got against it yeah do you
0: like content so do we leave a like
5: I hate myself oh, <laughs> that's, God. that's
0: how i feel right
4: so there. you're playing
5: sound clips on my show that's how, well you Love. can you're the overlord
4: I, I got the drops oh geez. <laughs> <laughs> i am taking a sip of my uh, i am my officially
5: drink. stressing the term overlord to be non-racist we're going to so, rename no, no, no. Big Bigheadsme on that. behalf of all people. On behalf everywhere. of all that is white. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> all, on behalf of all of the white people in the world. All of us. All of our cumulative whiteness. We free the word Overlord.
0: Is this your Clerks two moment, Jason?
5: Where uh, I, I think I'm on my Clerks six moment at this do, point in time.
0: Do you remember? You remember from that movie? Soon Either coming you see out. That movie?
5: Soon coming out to theaters from Kevin's mind of Kevin Smith Clerks sixteen
0: randall uh, wanted to take uh, a certain term back
5: i don't remember that part what was that about Remind he wanted me. to
0: he wanted to take uh the the term uh porch blank
4: oh no back.
0: oh geez he said he, in that movie he says that his I mother used to remember call, that his mother used to call him that all the time he never thought it was racist <laughs> and then and then he also said yeah she would she was didn't have a racist bone in her body you know she just and like he said uh <laughs> you know like the Jewish family down uh, the street she said you know well watch out they'll give you the sheeny cursor oh shit. <laughs> oh, right? oh, like, so this
5: is from shirt clerks
0: too <laughs> yes like it, okay. it, it just came out that his grandma was super racist but uh no he 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 emblazoned that word <laughs> on his shirt and wow. obviously gets looks everywhere and he just said throughout the whole movie I'm taking it
4: back his I'm t- taking it back.
5: Like we should with some things. But yeah, I, it's what clerks two is a movie that I saw once. It was not clerks one clerks one is classic clerks oh, 2 yeah. one is the best was just kind of I'm was not a, a fan poor attempt at. Was that the one where they did um, Goodwill Hunting 2?
0: Yeah, uh, no, that was Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back.
5: <laughs> oh, okay. Now James Howard pops Strike Back. That was those, pretty good too. Those are great. I love the part where he's he's talking with Ben Affleck, and Ben Affleck's talking about all the movies he's in. And then mm. he's like, oh, those movies all fucking suck. And <laughs> then he goes, Yeah, but Phantoms rocked. And they're like, Yeah, Phantoms was the shit. Like Phantoms is like the worst movie of all time ever
4: so, made by, by You people. know, that's from the so No, 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 the wait, reasons- we got you gotta have Half Past Dead starring Ja Rule and Steven Seagal oh, in Battlefield oh. Earth. The Bill. Vi- oh, the Battlefield oh, horrible. horrible.
5: So is um. So is uh, the what's that M Night Shyamalan movie? The Village. Oh, I, I don't like The Village bad. too much either. No, where you think it it, it the You keep waiting for bad. something that never happens.
4: Yeah, you're pretty much just sitting there, like when's 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 something gonna happen?
5: Uh,
4: you know, M Night Shyamalan either makes great movies or yeah. he either makes movies. he either makes like a, a Unbreakable or mm-hmm. you know. The woman in the pool. I forget the name. You want to hear movie. something sad? The lady in the water. Lady in the water. <laughs> <laughs> the woman in the pool. <laughs> well, I, it was a pool. I, I don't
5: even know that one. Is <laughs> oh, yeah, that so, so, that's so, Paul Jamadi.
0: Shyamalan writes that the Shyamalan writes in this movie that uh, a character writes a book, a political book that changes the world forever. It brings people together. It leads to like this era of uh Part oh, of the deal, of course. <laughs> you know who played that character? m night Shyamalan.
5: <laughs> well he's he, he's got those tarantino moments in each of his movies oh
0: god i mean that's a pretty egotistical thing oh, Me as god. a writer i'm gonna be the character that writes a book that changes the world
5: mm. well good for you m night Shy- you've wrote some good shit and you've wrote it wrote a new wrote, word no, wrote that right. damn wrote and him. you've wrote you've written
0: <laughs> he has wrong. Some bad shit. So Touch him. Touch speaking
5: him of bit. shit that was written, um, let's talk about uh let's talk about Zootopia here. So this movie, now first of all, I think one thing that I think is important to talk about with the movie Zootopia is um is the fact that when it came out, this is a like a super post Trump movie, but it's not post Trump. This movie no, came right. out in on it was released on february 13th of 2016 so we didn't even know trump was going to be the candidate at that point in time yet i think it was probably right around the time where the um, the primaries were, were concluding but obviously this movie took years to develop i mean i watched the making of this movie and like because uh, my son my autistic son steven the 3 year old he loves zootopia like he it's one of the, he just loves animals and i think this one of the movies that started it it came out a couple months before he was born and i've probably seen this movie no lie no joke a hundred and fifty times you know not always front to back but i've seen it so many times and it's like there's going to be scenes in this movie that we for, that i forget to bring up you know that i'm gonna next time i watch i'm like shit but that's, but that's what that's what the listeners come in and say it
4: you know.
5: is keep us keep us honest but this film a little bit of background on the film it came out in february 2015 um Story by Brian Howard and directed by Brian Howard and Rich Moore. Um, the 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 film stars Jennifer Goodwin, Jason Bateman, Idris Alba, Jenny Slate, Nate Torrance, Bonnie Hunt, Don Lake, Tommy Chong, J.K. Simmons, uh, Shakira, and many many others. Uh, distributed by Walt Disney Studios, of course. Um, it. At the box office, it now this movie cost $150, $150 to make, $150 million to make, but grossed just over $1 billion. About the same as what Joker is going to end up at, which is another amazing story in and of itself. So um, quick little premise here uh, on Zootopia, or not premise, but background edit, it premiered at Synopsis. the Bros. Animation Festival, uh, went into general theatrical release um, a couple of weeks after that. Critics praise the screenplay, animation, voice acting, and subject matter of this film. Now, before I get to your guys' thoughts on the film, just in general, and we start talking about certain parts of it, uh, this I, I have a, an article here which I will link um, from the uh, I believe this from the Daily News. Uh, the furry characters in Zootopia might have four legs and paws, but they're very human on the inside. Behind its anamor- ana- anthropomorphic, animal antics and slapstick gags the animated comedy deals seriously with themes of tolerance and embarrassing cultural and socioeconomic differences among different species in the big city and they say that they did not make this movie really with a political agenda now um just real quick uh your thoughts mark as the guest uh, the first time that you saw this movie why did you see it like with your kids and and, and what was your rea- initial reaction to it back then
0: yeah, so I, I saw this movie with my kids. My kids love Pixar and, and most of that stuff. So we, and Pixar is one of those ones where, you know, they rarely make a bad movie. So I never mind taking right. to see them, you know, them to see one of those movies. But I took, a, uh, my, my oldest daughter was 11, I think, at the time. And my youngest was like three, three or four. And we went and saw it. If you're a
5: brave man bringing a three year old to theater.
0: Well, she's, yeah. she's actually really good. She's always been uh, really good at, at uh, sitting through movies and things like that. They they hold her attention. Wow. But, but we so we saw it, and I you know I had no expectations of the movie. I didn't I didn't really read up on on it or anything like that. And it be, it becomes real clear early on the political message of the movie and i was like wow oh they're really going for it (laughs)
2: yeah right
0: and and, but it's it's beautiful the way they blend a really good story uh and you know really good characters with the underpinnings of the political message they want to get through and it can be viewed on different levels obviously you know obviously a three-year-old's not going to understand uh you know in a deep way a lot of the political issues that it brings up although the general themes you know I'm sure subconsciously uh right. get through to them right. but <clears throat> so you can view it you know just as a, a straight story about uh you know little officer hops uh or you can you can view it in a more sophisticated way which you know is one of those things that Pixar does and that other other studios do Don't do or don't do often with animated animated movies where it's written with sophistication. It's written as if it's being written for adults, but but also written for kids at the at the same time. They don't talk down to children. And I think that's one of the that's one of the good things about about Pixar is they don't they don't talk down to kids. They present a good story and they've got a lot of talented people. Uh, that work there, including uh, someone that went to uh, Clawson High School, my my alma mater. Oh, really? Yeah. Um,
5: cool. Yeah. yeah I mean, the, uh, the overarching theme. The overarching theme of the or movie is clearly, you know, especially for kids, with the Shakira song is basically, you know, if you if you fail, try again, right? You mm-hmm. know, do your best is is sort of the overarching theme of the the, the movie. I think that they probably started out with, but. Um, it gets really
4: deeper than that. hops your, your thoughts. I just, I really loved it. I loved, uh, the message that was sent. And I think, you know, something, I think kids are smarter than we think. Oh yeah. And I think that, um, like, you know, my kids, they watched it and they were just like, see predators and, and other animals can get along and it's not predators aren't always mean just because they're predators, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, y'all kind of get it. You know what I mean? On, on that level. And you know it was, right. it was some other stuff that it you know, was just really cool. I mean, I, I love how they they had the the interplay of people rising up that were, you know, like who who expects a lamb to be the the villain, right? You know what they're, I mean? sheep, so, they're just followers. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was real cool to to see that. And, and my just, people are like, not sheep. So, they're very so smart. Many so many messages and it just shows it shows the the quote-unquote danger of sheep you know what i right. mean yep. <laughs> so yeah so and I just, there's so I really many
5: there's so many little tidbits in the movie which would like be animal racism so to speak yeah. i think one of the yeah. one of the yeah. interesting yeah. things that they didn't do in this like movie we don't is allow no,
4: uh, what was it, elephants in here or something like that
5: oh mm-hmm. uh, well yeah i'm gonna play that clip in a second well okay. um the uh but there's no primates in the movie like there's no it's all all mammals but no monkeys and no animals that never would have been around like dogs and cats uh because you know there's tigers and there's wolves but there's no like domesticated animals in this because this is a world that humans were never in and for whatever reason no primates I, i now this came out also at the same time as the movie sing which interestingly uh was very similar um as far as like it was a, a movie about animals, except more of a, a, a musical, and also a movie I've seen in the hundreds of times. I've only seen it like three times, but I liked it. too. <laughs> only three. Yeah, you know there are many good movies that I haven't seen three times, and I wish I could. But uh, so with that being said, we're going to jump into the first clip in the movie. So um, we have, I have about ten of these clips, listener, and um, they're varying lengths in time, uh, and we'll pause. discuss every yeah, various yeah, pause for sure. And we will um, discuss after each clip. So uh, the movie basically starts out with, you know, you've got Judy Hops, you've got Nick Wilde, and both of them, as we, you know, we find out right away with Judy and later with Nick, who's played by Jason Bateman, and who's great for the part, by the way, yeah. um, mm-hmm. that they both had struggles as their kid. They were trying to overcome all the obstacles that were in front of them, and Judy worked hard and did it. Nick, for whatever reason, was unable to do so. They don't really talk about why he wasn't even able to do it. Because he's until a the wolf. start of the movie, but he's a fox,
4: a fox. But yeah.
5: um, but so Judy uh, goes through and becomes a police officer. She is the first ever bunny cop, uh, ever, and she's going to go to Zootopia. Now it's very clear that Zootopia is a, basically the United States, right? It's the melting pot because Judy's from a place called Bunny which of course is almost all bunnies. There's some foxes there. There's some sheep, mostly farm animals and stuff like that. But there, um, but Judy is the first person ever to go from her family to Zootopia. So it's a very similar story there um, to like when people migrate to the United States, and her parents are all upset that she's going to leave, and they're like worried about what she's going to experience there. So this is where that picks up because she was part of um, Mayor Lionheart, who is the mayor of Zootopia's Mammal Inclusion Initiative. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Uh, we will circle back to the Mammal Inclusion Initiative. So here's part. Here's clip number one.
2: We're real
1: proud of you, Judy.
6: Yeah, uh, scared too. Yes, <laughs> really. It's a kind of a proud-scared combo. I mean, Zootopia. So far away. Such a big city. Guys,
1: I've been working for this my whole life. We know, and we're just a little excited for you, but terrified. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself.
6: And also bears. We have bears to fear, too. Say nothing of uh, lions and wolves. Wolves? Weasels. You play crippage yeah, uh, with a weasel? Yeah, and he cheats like there's no tomorrow. You know what? Pretty much all predators and Zootopia is full of them. Oh, stupid. And foxes are the worst.
3: Actually, your father does have a point there.
1: It's in their biology. Remember what happened with Gideon Gray? When I was nine, Gideon Gray was a jerk who happened to be a fox. I know plenty of bunnies who are jerks. Uh, sure.
6: Yeah, we all do, absolutely. But just in case, we made you a little care package to take with mm-hmm. you.
3: And I put some snacks in there.
6: This is Fox Deterrent. Yeah, that's safe to have. That. This is Fox Repellent. Okay, the
3: deterrent and the repellent.
5: That's all she needs. Check this out.
3: Oh, for goodness sake. She has no need for a fox taser, Stew. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs>
5: So, um, your guys' thoughts on, on, on this after I just quickly say one thing. I think it's pretty clear that this is, Judy is a great caricature for the progressive minded young youth, or at least she thinks she's progressive minded who comes from a conservative family. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Haas, go ahead. Your, your thoughts on this particular,
4: um, scene. It, it, it reminded me. Of uh, college and in, in, in say in what way here's the way in what way uh. <laughs> in college, I went to um, a college in central Illinois called Eastern Illinois University, and uh you know when you get there, you know of course there's so many people from so many different areas, and because this college is a would you call it a mid-sized college or a small college it's a mid-sized college yeah, I it's, been said. it's a mid-sized college In the middle of central Illinois, which is a lot of farm country and stuff like that. So, you have a lot of people from these rural areas that surround the town of uh, Charleston that come to this school. Charleston. Okay. So, these people from these rural areas, they don't necessarily have a whole lot of experience with people with higher melanin content than themselves. (laughs) Right? So right. to put it mildly you know, So now I I had a I was Here's in a quad. Here's some black person repellent. I was I was in a quad which you know four people to uh, you know it's like a suite almost. Right. And um I was in the, the quad with a guy from Philo Illinois and a guy from Vandalia Who? exactly. Never heard of these places until I got to school. Philo yeah. Illinois, uh Vandalia Illinois and Centralia Illinois. Okay? Mm-hmm. So you can imagine, aptly f- named
5: because it is in the center,
4: right? So <laughs> Central, yeah These these guys were these guys were cool guys, but they did not know a lot about you know black people. So of course they had all these questions, and you know when they found out I was from Chicago, they had even more questions. You know what? Hey, you know, and they, and and they had these assumptions. And it sounded just like, you know, the foxes are the worst. And it's like, were you in a gang? Are you in a gang? <laughs> this is what we hear. You know, and I'm like You gotta be in a gang. Are you, you know, a genie or a vice lord? Right. They don't even know what that is. They just no gang. They wouldn't know that. Yeah, they wouldn't even know that. But that's that little snippet that reminded me of that. You could have told them like, you were
5: in the south side pitch my right? I could have been I could have been, been, been the, like oh, I have yeah. been the
4: worst of the world. I killed somebody before I got here. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> But um I
5: just robbed the with, liquor
4: store, across exactly the street. on the way. <laughs> I, I didn't pay for no gas down here. But anyway <laughs> when he was like, you know, foxes, foxes are the worst, da da, da you know, fox repellent and and especially when um you know and this is how it really reminded me of college is when the uh girls that these guys knew, you know, came came by and you know, it was like they had all of these horror, these like crazy stories about black people, especially black guys. And it was like the how to poison your girl against ever, your daughter ever, guess ever thinking about dating a black guy, I guess, oh, was the and it was I'm just saying it was like it's very common, you, dude. I'm telling you, you if, if th- you touch a black dude, you're going to turn black. Black people don't wash. Black people can't swim. Black people, you know, <laughs> black guys, they 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 get you pregnant and then they leave. All this other stuff, and it was just, wow. And that just when he was like foxes. Foxes are the worst. Here's some fox repellent. Here's some fox this and some fox that. Just stay away from the foxes. So it was just, it was you know, he was he's like, oh, bears are bad, you know, wolves are bad, you know, these lions are bad, but the foxes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just reminded me of that because she was like, you know, I, you know. You know these girls were like, you know, uh, you know, we heard about Mexicans and stuff, but we really heard about black guys, you know, and, right. and how how bad black guys are.
5: That's how like when how the mom says, she's like, "Oh, you know, you played poker with a weasel and then Yeah, he's te- he's like, cheats. "Oh, but yeah, with foxes, yeah. You should watch out for the foxes." Right. You know, and she had a bullying issue with Gideon Grey early in the movie, which yeah. you know, where she was bullied by by a fox and she she alluded to that a little bit. Right. But I'll tell you one thing before we before Mark says anything is like it's it's shocking the amount of people that i know who not recently i mean we're talking about in the 90s but who their parents were aptly against them dating anyone of color especially a black guy in fact i'll tell you because she doesn't listen my wife's own parents have my wife told me she's like my parents told me don't bring home a black guy right so Um, and like when she dated a black guy in college for a little while, she was like, I could never bring him home because my, you know, this and that. Whether or not they still hold that, I don't know. But the, but the, um, the point of the matter is, is that it's pretty, it's pretty common, right? Yeah. And and I will say the first time I brought home a black girl, I was a little, you know, like skeptical of doing it because I didn't know how that was going to be reacted to. You know what I mean? So it turned out okay, but, um not, not that relationship but you know the the, the reaction from my folks <laughs> right, you know right. so at least the on the surface so
4: mark um kinda, well i was just gonna say it kind of reminds me of uh that scene in the movie uh jungle fever i don't know if you guys have seen that oh yeah. yes but many years ago yeah and in the scene where <laughs> um annabella shiora's dad finds out she's messing around with uh flipper purifier wesley Snipes' character Oh, and he flips out. He flips yeah. out, and what did he say? He said, "You could have brought home a Jew or yeah. an Irishman, but you brought home you know you you're out with a with an N word, anybody mm-hmm. but an N word." And that that w- that resonated with me so much because in my college life, of course, I dated some white girls, and that was that was literally from the that that could have been lifted from the movie and put into the reaction when they're because like some of these girls they thought oh my you know my parents are cool blah 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 and then when they you know when she's like i'm dating a boy his name's hassan they're like oh shit and huh. they snap out you know is what i mean so, I, I, I didn't mean to step on your toes there but it's just it's, it, it, it in so many situations that scene comes back up in my memory because it's like you know it's yeah it's it's so it's it's so more sadly common yeah
0: you know it's funny my I, i'll I, I feel okay saying this because she's dead my mom oh <laughs> damn <laughs> wow <laughs> no i i loved my mom no no like uh no ill will there but but she she has been dead for uh about uh scott six
4: years now condolences Jeez. man mm-hmm. um
0: but uh she she never had a problem i because i did uh some black women when i was in college uh which you know to your your point um haas i think i think that's one of the beautiful things about college mark's telling us
5: that he's woke here
0: (laughs) (laughs) i think that's one of the beautiful things about college is to be able to it like everyone always talks about oh they know they shouldn't have the the diversity thing shouldn't have quotas for how many of this or how many of that kind of person or whatever go to college and you know I, i mean i can i can see their arguments to some degree when you're talking about test scores and stuff like that but also that's that's one of the.
4: That's an interesting beautiful things conversation about too. Yeah, going the, to college. Yeah, that's a interesting conversation, all in its own. But yeah. that's
0: one of the, that's one of the beautiful things about going to college is to be able to to room with a black person, yeah. or an Asian person, yeah, or right. a Jewish person, or a Latin and, or a Hispanic person. Or yeah, yeah, an experience. You know, like you said, these guys all had, and hopefully if they were open-minded, you know, they had all these stereotypes or these thoughts that they, because they, they didn't have any experience. Exactly. And, and you were able to to provide them with that that experience. No, this is who I am and I'm just, you know, like I, right. I live a life just like everyone else and, and that kind of stuff. Right. And that, that's a valuable part and, of the college experience. Yes, for
4: sure. They were some cool dudes and they learned a lot. And I... You know, apparently, what was funny was they 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 would go home and and educate their their, their at least mm-hmm. their friends and sometimes their families. Like, hey, this yep. is you know mm-hmm. my roommate is black and da 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 da, and that's and he's not, not a true. Murderer. And it's not true. Right. I've actually touched him, and I did. I'm still white. You know, <laughs> right? You right? Know.
0: Yeah, but that's that's how it happens. But my mom never had a problem with me dating. Uh, you know, a black a black person, mm-hmm. but. Uh, when, uh, my, my oldest daughter was born and I mean, you know, my mom was born in 1944. My mom was from a different time, I guess. And for the most part, my mom voted Democrat. My mom was a pretty progressive person, but a lot like these parents in this movie, you know, she was a product of her age and there were things that were impressed upon her when she was younger. That were considered normal thoughts right. uh, then that, that that just weren't good thoughts. So she said, you know, oh, you wouldn't – I don't remember even how we got in this conversation. But she, uh, I said, oh, Ava, when that's my oldest daughter, when she gets older, if she wants to date a, a black person, I have no problem with it. And my mom was like – she said <laughs> – oh you'd let her date some big black guy like she said it like that like like right right. like he's gonna hulk over her or something like that and i laughed at her i was like what do i care i'm like if he's a nice person i don't care if he treats her well she could Mm -hmm. if the you know so if the choice was you know uh, a nice black gentleman who treats her well appreciates her and she loves or a abuser who happens to have pale skin right and that's the one she should go with like yeah. that kind of thought has always has yeah. always been strange to me i know that we have different cultures yeah i know that that, that the, black people white people and and, and also everybody of different has people. different
4: cultures and it should be appreciated
0: yeah, yeah. and, and was, i know we have different cultures but we're all the same race we're, yeah, I mean, and this we're not movie, race but
4: we're all the same you know what was all the same species what's funny this is this well, it's not what's funny It's what what is telling is this. It shows how black men are viewed as far more threatening than oh, black yeah. women. Yep. Right. You no, know what I mean? True. They had no no trouble with you dating a black girl. Exa- exactly. But did you Cause have you sisters?
5: Cuz you could probably beat her up. You know, did yeah, you? I
4: I I had two older sisters. Yeah. I'm now, sure if they got that Your sisters had brought home a black dude. Yeah, it would probably have been a way different reaction. And, yeah. and, yeah, and it's just it's the weird. conditioning this this world, this 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 country in particular has there's this conditioning that, you know, black men are violent, black men are criminal, black men are um, abd- abdicate responsibility as far as family is concerned, especially lazy etc etc you know we were brought here to work our asses off but whatever i was gonna
0: say same (laughs) thing with the same thing with the the uh hispanic people Mm -hmm. where they they say they're lazy but they're taking all our jobs are you are you kidding me (laughs) (laughs) i've never seen i've never seen a person not working i don't understand he works believe those two
5: things at once he he works too much he's too well just just for the listener it's highly unlikely we're 30 minutes in we're still on the first clip so yeah, that's uh, this best. is obviously going to take up the entire show. I see yeah. that now.
4: Um, it'll be this and the humidor. And that's it. It'll be this. Maybe well, Hopefully, we'll get to that shit. we got to get to but, the humidor today because I was smoking something that's very special.
5: Okay. We'll make effort to get to the humidor. Yes. Amber Heard's going to have to wait till next week. That's a,
4: but you know what? That'll give us some content
5: because that's an a, amazing story in itself.
4: As my man Spice Adam would um, say, that's a show enough right there. That's we a, a show Amber Heard. <laughs> yes.
5: but, um, But uh, one thing I'll close off on this by saying is that the most progressive people, from the 1800s, from the 1900s, from the 1930s, from the 1960s, from 1920. Side note, it's going to be 2020, so we're not going to be able to say the 20s anymore because we're going to be in the 20s. That's going to be weird. I know. Right. Um, but the the most progressive people from days by gone would probably be racist by today's standards. People talk about that with Abraham Lincoln all the mm. time. Abraham Lincoln was a great progressive for his
4: time yes, because right? he famously said if i could keep this country together without freeing one slave right. i'd do it you know what i mean yeah, yeah. so, <laughs> his, so. L-
0: lincoln's lincoln's view of slavery and the quote-unquote africans as he, yes. he referred to them a lot of times uh you know they they progressed as his life progressed and he, as he got more experience honestly with uh with different um uh, you know black writers and and uh, you know uh freed people that he invited right. to the white house and everything his his views changed slightly but yeah i mean like he even uh towards like the end uh you know there was a plan that will maybe uh, when the war is over and all these slaves are freed, maybe they'd just be happier to go back to Africa and we could send them all back.
4: Right. <laughs> you yeah. know? Well, it's like, they didn't, so, view, they
5: didn't so, yeah. view us as a Zootopia, as a melting pot, right? They viewed us as a land for yeah. English settlers who were Christian and everything like that, so... Um, okay, we're gonna move on in the next clip here. I'm gonna be author- I'm gonna be the overlord at this point <laughs> in right, time. There you go. <laughs> um, yes, sir, but, uh, Mr. Dutch, sir. <laughs> so this one, okay. So you <laughs> earlier you had said, "Motherfucker," uh, you had used the word "n" for the "n" word. Now this is just a short little clip. This is where Judy walks into the police department. She comes upon Clawhauser, the fat cheetah and the she one. she makes yeah he he's a fun-loving character he always eating donuts but uh he loses a donut in his fat role which is hilarious but cuz he's playing two there's stereotypes in this movie where they play to the stereotype and then they say yes it's a stereotype because it is actually based on something that is actually true believe it or not and then there's other things that it, that they say well this stereotype may be maybe a myth but uh there's a a short little intro here um i'd like to get thoughts on this here we go Nice Hi. Oh, am goodness. They really did hire a bunny. <laughs> what? <laughs> I gotta tell you, you are even
6: cuter than I thought you'd be. <laughs>
1: Ooh. Uh, you probably didn't know, but a bunny can call another bunny cute. But when other animals
6: did, it's a
5: little...
6: <gasps> I am so sorry. <laughs>
5: That's so the best. great. The best. It's so great. So this obviously plays into a lot of the white guys that I grew up with who were really in, and this was really prevalent in the 90s. Um, yes, you know, it you was. a lot of white guys who would throw the N-word around with the A at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that I really admit, and I, I really mean this, I though I probably did it two or three times, I never really felt comfortable with it. Um, and, and even though I had f- black friends tell me, oh, you're okay, you can say it, right? Don't, don't but I,
4: you but, believe but, it. But I remember there was
5: a, a guy named Tom who was a rapper, right? And we were doing a rap battle at Discovery in Aurora, Illinois, right? Oh, wow. He was in Aurora. Wow. Or Elgin. Elgin. And we were doing a rap battle there and he said it in his rap. And I remember just looking out into the crowd because I was on stage also and like about 50 black people raised their eyebrow, right? Because so, um, Haas, uh, you know, <laughs> I heard you laugh. What, what you just got to, joke about this part. This is just a pretty funny scene.
4: It's, it's fucking hilarious. And I, I immediately got it when, when they did it. And it was just so funny to me. Because I mean there's things that there's things like that. You know what I mean? Because guess what? If you like back in the let's see. I guess it would be the 50s and 60s. You know? Mm-hmm. If you as a as an Irishman Called an Italian dude a greasy wop bastard that you didn't know. <laughs> right. Right. Yep. You probably get your ass whooped, right? Mm-hmm. But that same Italian dude would see his homie Vito and be like, Vito, you guinea wop bastard. What the fuck are you doing, you greaseball? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, hey, want- Mario, what's up? You know what I mean? You spaghetti We're my- together. Right. Right. <laughs> Have a meatball. We, we shouldn't act like, you know, the N-word is the first thing that's ever, the first that's been reserved right. for black people to say to each other. Because it, within every culture, there are phrase, phraseology and colloquialisms and words that if someone, especially someone you don't know, said it to you, you would take offense. Now, mm-hmm. in your case, Dutch, the black dudes that told you you could say it, You say it only around those black dudes. You know what I'm saying? Right. If it's three black dudes that say you can say it. I didn't even like saying it, honestly, at all. I mean, I'm not just saying that 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 now. That's that's a testament testament to your character,
5: sir. No, but I did say it, right? There were a few times where I said it, and I was like, okay, ninja. And, (laughs) you know, it was like, uh, you know, but I was like, I always felt like, yeah,
4: I probably probably, probably should. shouldn't, that's, shouldn't that's a, te- that's a testament that. to your character sir but the, you know because
5: i don't think it makes me any better or worse than anyone else just something right. i personally but i just you know
4: with. i if if you said to me hassan it's totally fine if you call me a goddamn pale to- polar bear punk hunky dude i still wouldn't say it. i would i just i, I would not but call you, you a hunky. i wouldn't call <laughs> you a cracker i'm just saying that as an example i wouldn't be like hey right, but you can actually look at say, my cracker dutch you, you can actually I mean? say cracker
5: on this podcast, and not get letters written to you, I can't say the other.
4: No, you know that's why. Well, because the, Cracker never had the power of negativity cracks, that You're, that you're correct. Word had. I'm not saying that, but it is funny. Oh, though, I know, the power I know what of you're saying. Word, I know exactly what you're saying.
5: And I'm not though. even I'm not even ripping on like the any social you know <clears throat> disproportionality to this um, or double standard. When I'm, what I'm but did, remember when F Lee Bailey did this in the OJ trial and he said the n-word like seven times when he yeah. was cross-examining mm-hmm. mark Furman. Mm-hmm. i mean that yep. blew television apart yeah you know it was just this huge event and they're like oh my gosh he's saying this and then
4: you know it's but it's i was crazy. like is he getting pleasure from this i mean jesus christ dude he did it on per- it was a strategy yeah it was I'm absolutely sure. yeah, a nothing, nothing in that trial was not was by accident oh god right.
5: that, that trial is a is a show in and of its own so uh in the interest of moving along quickly. Um, we're going to go to the next scene. Now, this is an interesting scene. Um, Judy has her first day on the job, and obviously, she just talked to Clawhauser, and he, uh, after being shamed for calling her cute, uh, she he directed her to the bullpen, which is run by a bull, by a water buffalo named yes. <laughs> named um, Chief Bogo, who is played by Idris Elba, who by the way is in like every Disney movie. Um and she this, he gives her traffic duty, right? Of he's, course. He is allocating jobs to everyone, and he's giving the wolf this job and the rhino this job and the polar bear just job because all the all the cops are larger animals, you know. So right. he says, Officer hops of parking duty and she gets a little irritated and she comes up to him.
1: Sir, you said there were fourteen missing mammal cases. So, so I can handle one. You probably forgot, but I was top of my class at the academy.
6: Didn't forget, just don't care,
1: uh, <laughs> sir. I'm not just some token bunny.
6: Well, then writing a hundred tickets a day should be easy.
5: <laughs> so, the token, um, yes, Mark. You're w- when you hear this this scene. How often in your daily life do you see something like this happen? Because there's two things at play here. Number one is you have corporate America trying to get, you know, with diversity programs and everything like that. And we just talked a second ago about education. You've got that really interesting thing going on at Harvard, you know, with the African American students and Asian students and everything like that. Um, But also diversity programs get women involved, but then you get the boss who's the old school dude and it's just like okay well you're a woman so you're gonna do this and mm-hmm. the token part's funny probably for Haas but at the other part I think is it's more relevant for those of us who are not african-american so I think the token thoughts.
4: part was double it was a double yeah. to- it was a double meaning there you know mm-hmm. what I mean and it was it was just it was funny to me because he's like you know writing 100 tickets won't be hard for you then like get in the kitchen <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean you're a hard worker. <laughs>
2: You, you know, ahead. I know
4: that I, I know that you were the top of your class and I know that you fought so hard to get here and you had to, you know, as my mother would say, that you had to be twice as good to get half as far. I yep. know all of this, but we're still going to relegate you to what we deem as work worthy of your gender.
0: You
4: and know for what I mean? Those of you wondering what that flicking
5: sound is in the background. In hostile oh, talks, you could hear that? That's I'm lighter, That's my lighter. That's my lighter. He's the cigar no, guy, snark. so don't. No, it's snark. not a mechanical place. And literally, glitch. I was
4: just flicking it as, as, as a habit. When you I know had how often library.
5: you do that, dude. You do it like every show, so it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> but Mark, your thoughts on this uh, quick little scene?
0: So yeah, I think that you know, obviously the the token thing. So it's one of those it's one of those things where you can look at it in a few different ways. So you know, the job the jobs that they're doing are dangerous. And he's not looking at or caring about the fact that, uh, you know, Judy went through, went through the academy and finished at the top of her class. He's looking merely at her physicality Mm -hmm. and he knows that this is a dangerous job and he feels like he's protecting her. Well, I'll give her the safe duty because she's not a big, burly predator, you know, like the rest of us. So I'll give her the duty where, you know, she's not going to, you know, be in harm's way. But, mm-hmm. you know, so so you can kind of see things from his point of view where he's trying to be a nice guy or whatever. But, you know, at the end of the day, if you want... I don't want to give the woman
5: to... too important of a job.
0: <laughs> right. But if you at the end of the day, if you want people to be able to succeed, if you want you know equality or you want to get closer yes true equality yeah you want to get closer to equality then you need a jackie robinson you need someone to you can't you know like he couldn't be sheltered from everything that he had to face breaking into baseball you had to find someone that was mentally strong enough and a good enough baseball player to go through everything that he went through so that his struggles could pave the way for everyone else yeah because jackie
4: robinson wasn't even the best Ball player in the Negro leagues.
0: Oh right, exactly. So if you want, if you you know, like if we're viewing this world of Zootopia as like a you know a real place, if they want uh, more non predators to eventually be able to you know to have equality and, and and work in in different areas, work in the police force, then she has to go through these dangers. Because if she doesn't, right. it, then then what? Then what's it going to be? Then we have a, a, a small group of well the meter maids they can be the the non-predators then it's just you're relegating them to right you know some area of society that's that's one of the reasons why you know affirmative action or these diversity programs are important you know i understand a lot of people you know it should be a meritocracy people think that. But these, is is, uh, is this
4: world really a meritocracy anyway? Because what it, percentage it, 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 of exactly. jobs do you get because you know someone? Well, that, it's it's something not like sixty-five percent of people get should jobs be, because of somebody they know. It should
5: be a meritocracy, but it can't be yeah, a meritocracy a perfect world. until you have equal access equality. to, op- you can't to have, opportunity. You can't have a
4: meritocracy without equality, right? But, exactly, and, and Ooh, it all starts. One. And
5: I've said this a thousand times. It was a good one. Um, it, it it starts, and I say this a thousand times with the public school system because. Mm-hmm. If you are going to school at, and I'm going to use an Illinois reference here, at Naperville North, I like a and good six local six reference. Six miles away, there's Aurora, East Aurora, and East Aurora's got a 60 percent graduation rate, but North, of, mm. but North Naperville North has is graduating doctors and astronauts and senators mm-hmm. six miles away from each other. That is right. not equal access to opportunity. And once we get that, then we won't have to worry about these freaking stupid programs anymore because, because because we'll actually have equal access to opportunity and you right. know what and you know I, Nobody i've gotten into I've gotten,
0: into I've gotten into debates with people about this all the time where they say you know i'll say you know money money is a big part of it money money matters right and they'll say oh you know money doesn't buy you a good education like all this stuff and, and everything and so using using your exa- my exa- in my example here uh, a good local reference here in Michigan would be uh, you know Sea home and uh, and uh, Cast Tech so castexs a, a school in Detroit uh, you know see or, or Pershing Pershing's a better one Pershing's a school in Detroit and Sea Home's a school in Birmingham Sea Home's a very rich. Uh, school and and Pershing not so much. Mm-hmm. So I would tell people, okay, if you think that's the case, take your kids from Sea Home and, send, and them. send them to Pershing. Hell and no! And send all the kids to Pershing to see Home and see see what the difference is. the The reason money matters is because when you walk into see Home, it is a gorgeous building with the newest computers and the newest yeah. technology, and that sends a message that your education right. has value yeah yeah and when you go into pershing and there is uh water dripping from the ceiling and there are cracks in the window and stuff right. like that that gives a message that your education has no value and that's that's per-
5: exactly pervasive. Right. not to mention in, there's no ap programs and all that type. Mm-hmm. Stuff. right 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 yeah you know and, and so the football yeah that stuff absolutely matters. that's you know half mud while the other the other team's playing on a football field that you know, with brand new uniforms, it has astroturf or you know, right. whatever the field new, turf now. Yeah, field, field turf, whatever mm-hmm. the new stuff yeah. is. So, right, it right.
0: Might yeah, even They'll be tell me more
4: advanced than that now,
0: they'll tell me. Well, look at look at uh, you know, I don't know what a good what a good example. Look look at this kid I just read about in the paper who you know was was born into poverty went to the worst schools and then he went to you know harvard and became a doctor and everything Yeah, but the one uh, and I'll doesn't be like, th- okay so so one dude yeah,
4: yeah. Well, people, people use ben carson <laughs> your as that. example
5: yeah people use ben carson as that example all the time and i'm like mm-hmm.
4: look yeah ben carson is your best example you got to find another one but, but
5: but he was successful right so oh, i mean it was a, they, he was a
0: brilliant neurosurgeon right
5: somehow. he was he, yeah. he was and now, he might have a mild this.
4: version of Asperger's or something, though. Oh, yeah. He's, he's got, he's got that one thing he seems he's really to be good getting at.
5: slower and slower as time yeah. goes on. But the, the, here's the thing. Don't give me an example of one person. What you want to give me the example of is the spectrum. Okay. Yes. Because if yeah. you're going to say that there's a T score and if you're, if you're in statistics, you have, you have a bell curve, right? And when the bell yep. curve evens out on both ends, you have these things called T-scores or tail scores, right? Mm-hmm. So the, the T-scores are, 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 and I hope I'm remembering my terminology right, but the tails represent the elites, the bad elite and the good elite, right? The, yeah, correct. The, the, yeah the, that's correct. the worst of the worst and the best of the best performance-wise. So if you take someone from the middle of that bell curve and say what is the average destination in life of the person in the middle of that bell curve, that's where the real – analysis is and if you're getting mm-hmm. you know ceo of company uh you know long time manager hr manager you know um physician you know that sort of thing in one school in the other school you're getting clerk at uh jewel or you know janitor, or inmate number or inmate number mm-hmm. etc right that right. is not that is that is where the representation needs to be made not on you could have Ben Carson could be the smartest person in the world. It means nothing for the education of his school. Right. All it means is that because one person came out of it. Right. It doesn't mean that it's 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 still fair. It just means that right. that person happened to be exceptional. Right. And think because of how there's a whole lot more, he could have been
4: the, at a yeah. good school. Yeah. And here's the thing, too, is that how many people as smart or smarter than Ben Carson ended up, you know, using their knowledge to sell drugs or do this or do that and ended up in Correct. jail? Yep, You right. know what I mean? That-
0: that's exactly it, and that's and that's the thing, is that, um, you know, you can, you can, you know, to like preach about uh, you know capitalism versus socialism and stuff all you want. I don't think that socialism. Uh, first of all, I don't think socialism is a bad word, but I don't think that socialism should be the only you know form of economic and governmental system used here. I think that fails. I think pure capitalism fails all the time as right. well. And I think here's the, the thing the, is that
4: we're not purely like, capitalistic society right now anyway, if you right, think exactly. about it. Exactly. There's so many but there's yeah. so many socialist policies that have been utilized in this country. I mean yeah, Medicare, things Social, things social Security, unemployment, right. roads, yeah. fire department. Right. You know, <laughs> and one of the things one
0: of the places where we need socialism more than anything else, education. egalitarianism, is the education yes. system. Yeah. And I when I was in college I had a teacher that that preached that that thing and he would say, you know, You know, take all the taxes, obviously, divide it evenly, which they basically do. Uh, but take all the mill, take all the money from the millages, all that- that, uh, the the extra tax money that the- that the- each of the, um, the communities pay and everything, and also divide that evenly, because that doesn't get- Right. Uh, divided evenly. Right. And he said, you know, people will say to me, well, that's not fair because one, uh, you know, one area is helping to pay for another area. And His response was, I don't care. Right.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's the thing is we like you said, Dutch, everyone needs to have, you know, like all, all people are created equal doesn't mean. That everyone is going to have, you know, equal outcomes. But everyone needs to have equal opportunity. And it all starts with education. Right.
5: You know, you know what people do have equal opportunity to, do, though? They all have equal opportunity to use my bookie. So that's right. Yes, we yeah. have again. We have sold out. We're sellouts here on Voice from the Underground. So a little while Just ago. the overlord says
0: so. The overlord wow. says
5: so a little <laughs> while ago, Mark mentioned Jackie Robinson. Now, baseball season is over, but guess what, listener? It's football season. Football season is right in the middle of the swing. Su- this was a crazy week. I hope that you didn't bet this week. This was just the toughest oh, week. Oh, man, to we best. lost our ass
4: this week, dude. It was horrible.
0: Oh, the other owner of the uh, company made a lot of money on my book this <laughs> week.
5: Uh, but you also have the basketball season starting. You have the hockey season starting. You've got a whole bunch of other sports going on. If you're the type of guy who likes to bet a little to win a little, Try to parlay, you know, pick those top three or four or five, uh, you know, events, sporting events that you think are going to be a lock this upcoming week and go to my bookie. Just go on Google and type in my bookie and boom, it's going to come right there. And right now mm-hmm. we've got a little bit of a promotion going on. Mark, well, tell me a little bit about the promotion.
0: So right now, if you use uh, our promo code LATEFEES, that's uh, L-A-T-E-F-E-E-S, all caps, they will give you a 50% uh, matching bonus. So if, you de- if you're if you depositing $1,000, they'll give you $500 for free. So, you know, if... Uh, help, help
4: me out if, with the math if, if here, you,
5: Haas. If I put $100 in, yeah. they're giving me 50%. Help me out, Haas. How much do I get? Uh, $150. Okay, that sounds about <laughs> right. What if I put in $3,333.33? How much you get would I get to kiss then? my ass? <laughs> oh, come on. $1,111. <laughs> or, no, actually, no, I'm wrong there, too. That would That's be What third. third. <laughs> so, <laughs> my ducky will give you a third. They will give you more than that. So, Mark, continue on. Continue on. You're the best at this.
0: So, if. If you, you know, and, and that's the thing is the great thing about my bookie is you don't have to leave the house. You don't have to fight the crowds. You I don't, don't, I don't have to go, to go, go the down to the, the horseshoe or, you know, wherever uh, to uh, that's uh, the casino around you guys, right? Hammond horseshoe or something like that. Yeah. Um. You, you don't have to go down there. You or don't to have to Hashi pay a palace ATM for those fees. of you in
5: Bakersfield.
0: <laughs> right. If uh, if you're looking to increase the size of your bundle, uh. MyBookieAG will make sure that you go broke in quiet and peace in your own home. <laughs> so go to uh, MyBookie.ag, use uh, promo code LateFees, and uh, let them know that uh, that Haas and, and Dutch sent you.
5: Let them know and uh, Matt Delhauer. How should we? How should we do this bet, N- Matt Delhauer? MyBookie, make your bets today. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Delhauer providing us with a little sound link there. So I remember that last We last will, week. you know what, right here is a good time. We'll take, God, we're not, we're only through three of ten clips, so we gotta move a little quicker in the, on the back end. Um,
4: Haas, you show before or after break? You pick. After break, uh, I've gotta All right. see a man about a horse.
5: Alright, let's go see that man about that horse, uh, which there was no horses in Zootopia. There were zebras, though.
4: We'll be right back. There's gonna be a horse in the bathroom in a minute. <laughs> Hey, Come back!
5: Voice from the Underground
0: On Is It Philosophy? We are not going to explore the philosophers of times long forgotten. We're not going to ponder Plato or Socrates. There's so many podcasts out there for that, if that's what you're seeking. This is something different. A place where all ideas are welcome. An open forum to talk about anything and everything. We take an idea and work to find an answer. It may not be the most insightful. Hell, it may not even be an answer at all. So come and listen with an open mind. Who knows, you may like what we have to say. If not, at least we've given you something to think about. So come and enjoy and ask yourself, is it philosophy? Do
5: you watch Friends? Do you watch How I Met Your Mother? Then Then you you should listen listen to to How I Met met Your Friends.
1: Hi, I'm Kathleen.
5: And I'm Julie. And we are the ladies behind How I Met Your Friends, the podcast that explores the similarities and theories of friends and how I met your mother.
1: Every week, we watch an episode from each show and dive deep into the crossovers and catchphrases. So if you've ever noticed the similarities between these fantastic shows, come check out our podcast.
5: You can reach us on social media at HowIMetYourFriendsPod or email HowIMetYourFriendsPod at gmail.com.
6: this is a danger entertainment podcast danger entertainment podcast network
5: welcome back ladies and gentlemen to voice from the underground the podcast it's jason dutch with big hoss big hussein and mark phillips hey what's up the, the the great the great god of big heads media um listener if you happen to like this show if you like this nonsense you can support this show. You can go to www.vfu. I'm sorry,.patreon.com forward slash vfu podcast, or you can go to vfu That's Y O L A S I T E. And you can help support this show. Do it. Uh, you can do it at $2 a month. You can do it at $5 a month, or you can do it, do it, do it at $10 a month do at each of yourself. those levels. <laughs> You can Ooh, do it till you're yeah, satisfied at each of
4: those do levels, it. and you will get a prize. do it. it b- <laughs> <laughs> water, do hey, do,
5: it. Bomb, do it. Go to the Patreon.
4: Hey, that song is the bomb, by the way.
5: Go to the Patreon. At our Patreon, you can get a free t shirt, free coffee mug. Come on the show. All types of prizes. Again, go to www.patreon.com. That's dot com forward slash V F U podcast. All the deets, as the kids say, are. Hey, they still there. say <laughs> I do, believe, say I do believe. I do I think that's do.
4: 2012.
5: Well, those were the everything is yeah, the Those first kids trip. are not kids anymore, I suppose. But give me the I dates on that, that uh, Dutch. Uh, and again, <laughs> if you didn't know, we do donate one out of every three months. We give our entire Patreon to charity. Most recently, um, we gave it to Autism Speaks. So, uh, and that's the bomb. Yes. So thank you well, to everyone who was for uh, shizzle. for shizzle, my. <laughs> <laughs> Nizzia. Oh my god. So, Alright, uh, it's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. Cue the music.
2: Ah!
1: Welcome to the humidor with Big Hoss. Find out what Hoss is puffing and drinking today. If you try his suggestion. And you die. That is natural selection, and the VFU podcast is not responsible for you being weak effing sauce. Now, the one. The only. Big hoss. I'm not on drugs.
5: Big Hoss. What's you? Big Hoss, what are you drinking? What are you smoking
4: and eating on the humidor today? (sighs) Man, Dutch. I man, all right. Oh, you sound so like today. You like I really got my panky up today. My P A N K E Y K E I. Dude, my panky is up high today. Okay. I'm smoking a very, I'm smoking a very rare cigar today. It's very, very rare, rare cigar. And um, I see why it's so limited because this cigar is off the chain. All right, oh, so chisel, and I'm actually drinking something pretty damn good too. But um, the cigar. Let's just talk about the cigar first, okay? This what I'm smoking today is the. It's a long name, but it, you, you, it's the Drewist It's from the Drew Estate Company, okay? And, and you know that, people who Drew smoke State, know a lot of Drew Estates lately. People who, who people who smoke know that Drew Estate is a very good line, and they have a Liga Pravada line, okay? And that's Liga Provada? Liga Pravada. And it's like, it's, a, it's, it's like a private line, basically. Okay. All right? And they have a sub line from that line that's even more uh, rare and limited. It's called the Unico Series or Unico mm-hmm. Siri. And the cigar I'm smoking is from the Unico Siri line. It is the Year of the Rat. Okay? Right. And the Year of the Rat was 1996. Okay, and this cigar is an exclusive. It came out in 2016 as an exclusive 20th anniversary memorial cigar for the Florida Panthers 1996 Stanley Cup team. Hmm. Okay. Oh wow. Now, drew oh, Estate, on the ice. The 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 Florida Panthers I played in the they won
0: a Stanley Cup. Yeah, they <laughs> and well, they didn't. They lost in the finals, but.
4: Yeah, it's just a Stanley Cup team. So, but they
0: made it to the finals. Yes,
4: they did. And um, Drew Estate has speaking. Let's
0: interrupt you. But but speaking of the n word, with uh, what's his name, Van Beesbrook as their goaltender so, who later got in trouble for saying that word.
5: Oh, I, that now oh. that I think I remember. Hopefully, I no know one that. bet on uh, the Florida Panthers on my bookie. but <laughs> that
0: was the 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 Avalanche one, Who we in Detroit. Did not like, of
4: course. So, more more context about this cigar and why it's so rare.
2: Yeah, Drew Estate,
4: the Drew Estate Company, they launched a branded cigar lounge in the BB&T Center in Sunrise, Florida, where the Florida Panthers play. And to celebrate that opening, and to also celebrate the twentieth year of the Florida Panthers going to the Stanley Cup Finals, they launched this Year of the Rat. Edition cigar. Okay? And when they first launched it, it was only available for sale at the Drew Estate Lounge in the bbnt Center. Okay? So you had to go to a game to even get one of these cigars. So they they opened it up since then, but they still only make they still only release a few every year. It's not a it's not a mass release. Okay. So I was at a Drew Estate event with my aunt, who was up from Houston a couple weeks ago and i picked one up and boy am i glad all right this this cigar
3: before you go go
4: it's wake me up but that's okay i know i love you i love you anyway um
3: this cigar
4: is freaking phenomenal it's a um it's a vitola shape and size so it's a five and a half inch by 46 and if you know me i usually don't like the, the the smaller gauge cigars but i gave this one a chance because i had heard that's a pretty good frickin' cigar, and I they my homie didn't lie to me. And it has a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper and a Brazilian binder and five uh strains of Nicaraguan and Honduran long filler. Nicaragua. So um this cigar, you know, when you first when you first puff it, it's a little bit earthy. Um Really tasty. The um, you get a little bit of cocoa. You get a little bit of uh, a little bit of hickory, I guess. Not hickory, kind of like a cedar or something. But the cedar might come from because because this cigar is so rare and everything. I did light it by lighting a cigar, a, a cedar strip, and lighting the cigar with the cedar strip. That's that's hmm. that's highfalutin right there. If you, know, uh, if high, you don't know, high dollar, right? and um bougie it, as a, they say it's a bougette. so it's a really good cigar it produces a nice amount of smoke and for now the reason why i don't usually like the thinner gauge cigars is because they burn quickly but this cigar and i'm, I'm noticing now the higher end thinner thinner uh gauge cigars ring gauge cigars they um they actually the, the quality is is a lot better and they burns nice and slow, so even though it's a thin cigar it burns nice and slow produces a nice amount of smoke um it's very consistent I'm about a quarter of the way through the cigar and it's very consistent really mellow it tends to mellow out a little bit as you smoke it the 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 uh the binder here is really velvety it feels mm-hmm. it feels really really smooth to the skin it's almost <laughs> it's pause very uh very you know, I
5: love making you're making this. It, cigar. It, I
4: mean, this cigar is great, and I'm, I've been I smoked it naked for like the first 10 or 12 uh puffs, or maybe uh, a first quarter making. inch uh pause. And <laughs> then I decided I went on ahead with my pairing, and I have some Woodford Reserve Kentucky bourbon.
0: That's what I'm drinking. You are, yes, did we just become best friends? <laughs> we did
4: <laughs> <laughs> so. When I put, when I, when I, you guys wearing the same shirt
5: too? I mean, geez. No.
4: If he's wearing a, if he's well, wearing a white, uh, if he's white, if he's wearing a white dago tee, then yeah. But, uh,
0: that's what I'm wearing. I'm wearing, I'm wearing a my bookie shirt. <laughs> wow. Way to stay on
4: brand. <laughs>
5: yeah. Way but, to take um, all, way to take all the glam, Mark.
4: When <laughs> I take a puff of the cigar after I take some of that Woodford, it gets even smokier. The cigar, you could get that that woodsy, that little bit of woodsy uh, flavor gets a little bit more pronounced, and a little bit of spice comes back to it. It's like a little bit of um, like a pepper. And you're gonna hear the lighter. Like a pepper. Yeah, we hear it. And uh, ooh, it's just really good, really um, just a well constructed cigar. It looks if you, when you when you go on um. The VFU Podcast Instagram page, which is VFU Podcast, uh, you'll be able to see the cigar. When I tag you, you see it, right? Yeah, I see it. So um, you'll be able to see it. It's a very good looking cigar. Um, Way has to a pitch nice the
5: Instagram. Good job. Got gotcha, you. Got gotcha. you. Podcast.
4: Nice band, and um, smokes very well. Very smooth. Not overpowering. You know. So it's a high end cigar that a beginner could smoke. And not feel like, oh, my God, I'm going to be woozy when I get up from here because it's not bad. And I'm I'm just taking little small sips of my uh, Woodford Reserve and taking a couple of puffs. Now, when we went on break, I did go to the bathroom, but I did also go and get myself a slice of lemon crunch cake.
5: Oh, I love lemon crunch.
4: Louisiana, cake. Louis, Louisiana lemon crunch cake. And it's very special to me because for a long time when I was coming up as a youngster, this cake was in the house, but I couldn't have any. My grandma Collins on my mama's, my grandmother on my mama's side. She always had a box of instruments, uh, yeah. Louisiana crunch cake or lemon crunch cake on the top of the fridge. Right. That and was guess for what? What
5: company come over.
4: Kids couldn't have it. Kids oh, couldn't wow. have any her lemon crunch cake. You know. So I would cut. You ever seen the? Um, is it? Is it the Life of Brian or History know. of the World Part One, where um, the dude, the fat dude, is in the restaurant and he's eating. And uh, life of Brian, the life of yeah. Brian, yes. And uh, the, the, the waiter's like, would you, would you like dessert? And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. He's like, but th- this dessert is way for thin, you know. <laughs> and he brings out this small sliver of, of of dessert. And I, because I'm gonna have some damn cake, you're not gonna tell me you got cake in the house. And that's probably why I like cake so much now because <laughs> she told me I couldn't have any. And I would cut the I mean, you could, I would cut we a sliver the so thin
5: that you could
4: see through it, you could see through this cake. That I cut, and it was the best tasting sliver of crunch cake or cake I ever would have. <laughs> that was because the, it was I, just big enough size you thought where she would just notice. enough like exactly. Yeah, it doesn't work. You know, so no, it never worked because she always caught me. Yeah, but you left, so I'm you left some the dirty on knife the, out or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or you didn't put the you didn't put the box back. Why is the right that crunch way? cake on my knife? Right, right. What? 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 What's this on the, in front of the fridge here? Because I would <laughs> cut it right there in front of the fridge. I wouldn't put it on the countertop or nothing. But um, when I take a when I take a cup a forkful of the cake, and I take a puff, it gets a little sweeter, and uh, those hidden those hidden um sweet notes come out of the cigar as well. So hmm. it's a really good cigar, and my wife's gonna kill me because this these cigars cost fourteen dollars
5: or uh, more. That's on the pricier side. That's for on it.
4: the pricier side. If you if you're on a bougie, and I'm on a bougie, and um, so but. I, I really think I'm, and they only come, like, I was able to get a single because it was an event. But they only usually come in uh, boxes of 10. Like, if you're mm-hmm. trying to order one, you can't order a single online. You have to buy a box of 10. Now, wow. if you go to the cigar lounge, you may be able to find a box that's been opened, but that's not usually true. So, mm-hmm. this cigar. So, you can't get a Lucy. Mm-hmm. I can't get an Eric Garner. <laughs> no you can't. you know what i mean but Ow, funny not funny as, but funny right <laughs> right i say right his, I say his name list. out of respect you know what i'm saying but right. um mm-hmm. as far as a rating goes this cigar
5: uh-oh sounds high 4.92 out of five whoa that's the highest score ever i believe
4: wow. this, this cigar is man I would How did it lose the point zero eight? I don't wow. Um I wish it was a little bit I wish it was a big, a little bit bigger ring gauge. I
2: know, like if, it, she, was a, if, if it was if it was a
4: fifty or a fifty two, it might get a five out of me. But this cigar is off the chain. I'll put it to you like this it's so good, it's worth hearing my wife's mouth about how much I pay for it. Well, there you go. Listener, another successful and high scoring edition
5: of haza's humidor hopefully he will not get in trouble with el esposa
4: oh, i'm getting in trouble
5: uh, <laughs> no way around <laughs> that all right so let's dive back in because this is taking as yeah, we long, long as i expected go. it would um, all right so i'm going to start right out with the next clip this is where judy in the movie utopia meets nick again she's on parking duty and She was warned about foxes, bullied by a fox, came from a place where foxes are, you know, sort of viewed socially as troublemakers, shifty people. This is a great scene. It's It's um, shifty individuals. I'm going to, yes, I'm going to play part of it and then skip forward a little bit past some of the nonsense. But this is just a great scene on social stigma. Hey, watch where you're going, fox. (laughs) So he almost gets hit and the sheep goes, "Oh, so watch where you're going, fox." Now she's watching him. And he's walking into the store all shifty looking. And then skip
6: Listen, I don't know what you're doing skulking around during daylight hours, but I don't want any trouble in
3: here. So hit the road. I'm not looking for any trouble either, sir. I simply want to buy a jumbo pop for my little boy. You want the red or the blue, pal? And she. (sighs) Oh, come on, kid, back up. Listen, buddy, what? There
6: aren't any Fox ice cream joints in your part of town? Uh, no, no, there are.
3: There are. It's just, my boy, this goofy little stinker, he loves all things elephant, wants to be one when he grows up. Is that adorable? Who the heck am I to crush his little dreams, huh? Right? Look, you probably can't read Fox, but
6: the sign says (laughs) We reserve the right to refuse service to anyone So beat it You're holding up the line
5: (laughs) I I should mention that she buys the Jumbo Pop for Nick And then they have a conversation outside um, on the way out So uh, I guess she has a little bit of a guilt trip here But uh, after I play this part of it, we'll talk about this whole scene Sir,
3: All I right. can't thank you enough. So kind, really. Can I pay you back? Oh no, my treat. It's just, you know, it burns me up to see folks with such backward attitudes
1: toward foxes. I just want to say you're a great dad and just a, a real articulate fella.
3: oh well, that <laughs> is high praise. It's rare that I find someone so non-patronizing.
5: Okay, actually, I'm gonna pause it here and we'll go back to the next part later. i'd like Haas. i have to get your thoughts on this whole scene from the 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 being in the obviously there's pushbacks here to you know the right after the the color barrier was broken where you would have you know restaurants and cafes and drinking fountains and stuff like that that's marked colored Mm -hmm. it's not marked here but they obviously don't believe he belongs there so uh, and then the articulate we all know who he's talking about. They're talking about oh, Obama, right? So go ahead. Oh, they're
4: talking about black people in general. Yeah. If I had a nickel for every time I heard some iteration of of that, that that what that that discourse, I would I probably be about by my own island. <laughs> I mean, you're so articulate, or you're so well spoken. Um, you 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 sound so well educated. And
0: I can't believe you're so smart yeah. with such a small black brain. You're, such
4: a, <laughs> you're so smart, <laughs> and the Ron Burgundy so line. Intelligent, and you're and, just a woman <laughs>
5: with a brain half right. the size of a man. Science,
4: yeah. And you know, and and, and here's the thing: is that when people, when, when a lot of, when people say that, they don't understand how infuriating it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They really think that they're being progressive nice. and nice and well meaning yep. and and but it's just like we know what the backdrop is.
5: Congratulations on getting out of the ghetto.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean and, and and you know I'm I'm a trainer and I get that a lot from from the from the parents of the of the young athletes I train. You know, oh, you went to college? Did you graduate? Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, were you on scholarship or some sort of admissions program? I'm uh. like what the fuck, you know, and I'm like, come on, but they don't, they don't see, you know, and she doesn't see. And that's, that's what was so funny about it. Cause she doesn't see mm-hmm. that that's insulting. And that's why he made that quip right you after she someone, says the Don't tell, yeah.
5: don't call me cute thing too. That's the thing. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's sometimes, you know, people that are marginalized have no idea how sometimes they marginalize others, and it's 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 so important to be... because everybody's marginalized. Um,
5: Sometimes different groups are marginalized in different ways while right, marginalizing right. other groups,
4: right? And this is the, yeah. thing, the thing with stereotype. Right. Just like a lot of times yeah. we talk about, I, well, I talk about my my consternation with the black community and it seems like a pervasive sense of anti LGBT. Right. That's uh, perfect. Sentiment. Yeah. That's you know what, what I mean? It's like, come on, you know, we need to we need to. Right is right. And you do what's right because it's right. And to, you know, and I I know the background, I know, I know kind of the roots of why that is. But still, it, you, you know, when you know better, you do better. And I think that, you know, that's an area that a lot of black people, especially black men could do better is is their, their attitudes toward the LGBT community. So, right. But yeah, that's, 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 no that's what it reminded me of. No cue. No cue. No cue. I, I I have I I learned my lesson.
5: Yeah. Thank you, Tucky, for for like making us remember. There's no cue. Um, Mark, over the 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 yeah. overlord. What what's happening? What do you think?
0: <laughs> so this reminds me. This scene reminds me of Get Out a little bit, mm-hmm, and I'll mm-hmm, tell you mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. Because that movie is a lot about the nice progressive couple i voted for obama all this stuff says all the right things i vote for that twice doesn't, I I That get doesn't right <laughs> that doesn't understand that they are being prejudiced just because they're not hateful necessarily and she's not hateful here but she's still being prejudiced she's still not seeing the whole picture because to not to to not be we all have certain prejudices every human being does uh and to overcome those things to to try to see things more equally you you need to see the whole picture prejudice right. comes from only being able to see a a narrow strip we all have our biases whether or not do
5: we admit yeah. our biases or not
4: well and, and not and you know what not all of our biases are 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 toxic in nature because there are certain right. prejudices that you have or certain biases that you might have that do keep you out of bad situations, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. There are certain things yep. you know you know not to be, you know, hanging out in certain parts of town mm-hmm. after certain hours of the day. You know that, yeah. And right. that's not it's, that's that is a bias that is steeped in truth, you know. Because the later it gets the more the more bad decisions that are made. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Not every prejudice is bad. No. So, like a a woman. Uh, you know walking across college campus at like you know one o'clock in the morning when she's you know done with a party uh you know if she doesn't want to walk alone if she has a prejudice against walking alone that's probably a smart one that's probably a know? smart one especially <laughs> right. on
4: college pra- campuses where rape and sexual assaults are massively underreported exactly I
5: wouldn't say oh that, that that's another huge thing is that you know but I wouldn't say that a woman who is walking down you know the street and after a frat party or something uh back to her dorm or sorority or whatever it is and she sees a guy standing you know just on a park bench at 10 30 11 o'clock at night or whatever time it is and decides to walk to the other side of the street that doesn't make her a man hater now she no is that you know so she's that's just, that's an she's example just being of that. safe yeah, that's an example right. of what that, I'm saying.
4: That, I mean, well, it depends. If she if she would only do that if it was a certain type of guy, or a certain a guy with a certain right. hue, that's one thing. But if you if you any guy you see out by himself, you know, eleven, twelve, one o'clock in the morning, just sitting at a park bench or standing around, and there's nobody around, and it's just you walking by, you might want to take that precaution. Right. If you would take that precaution no matter what, that's one thing. If you would walk right by that guy if he was a certain a certain makeup. But not or dressed a, a certain way makeup. or something like that. Right, 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 yes. right. right.
5: Mm-hmm. Because it's funny to me. It's like I, the way people dress and the way that they present themselves, even the way they do their hair. People really judge the shit out of that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. People oh, yes. started hating Kaepernick a lot more because of his AF when he started wearing his Afro than they yeah. did when he kept his hair a little bit neater. You know, and it's he kept it's, it braided, it's shocking. when he had it cut short. Yeah, it's shocking to see that. That that you know, like as he grew the hair, he's almost like the anti-Samson. You know, as mm-hmm. except as he grew his hair out, he became less popular um, with <laughs> with with mainstream America. But um, so I'm going to skip here to the next um, point because I mean this movie is just so deep. There's so much shit here. It's, we're never going to really unpack deep it
4: It's a really deep movie. Yes, um,
5: mm-hmm. this is this so um, this is a funny thing here too because we're talking about stereotypes. So. The stereotype of the shop owner was that yeah. foxes are shifty, and Judy, you know, decides that you know she's misjudged him. Then she yeah. finds out, lo and behold, no, but he is you, we can't miss. We
4: can't skip over the fact that the, the 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 shop owner's like, you probably can't read, but oh, he did say oh, that, yeah. yeah. He, yep. he made the because like that, that assumption that you're uneducated and they you know what really I mean? made
5: that shop look like like it's 1950s ice cream parlor too, like where you would have yeah. seen you know with the big burly like Mo from from what was that show alice you know the the yeah. Mo's diner the big burly oh, wow. guy yeah. who would be in front yeah. Yeah, there's there's a blast from the 80s but she finds now, out that he actually is guess what a, a grifter con, a, a con artist so this yep. is where she mm-hmm. confronts him After the Little Fox Who is played by Tiny Lister a Former WWE and Friday fame right. um, My bike Yeah. Right. So, so here is right. this next scene And this is slightly longer But it's really, really deep
6: You kiss me tomorrow I'll bite your face
5: off
1: Well, I stood up for you And you lied to me, you liar.
3: It's called a hustle, sweetheart. And I'm not the liar, (laughs) he is.
1: Hey, all right, Slick Nick, you're under arrest.
3: Really? For what?
1: Gee, I don't know, how about selling food without a permit, transporting undeclared commerce across row lines, false advertising.
3: Permit, receipt of declared commerce, and I didn't falsely advertise anything.
1: you told that mouse the popsicle sticks were redwood.
3: That's right, red wood, with a space in the middle. Wood that is red. You can't touch me, carrots. I've been doing this since I was born.
1: You're going to want to refrain from calling me carrots.
3: My bad. I just naturally assumed you came from some little carrot choke oh. podunk, no? Uh,
1: No, podunk is in Dear Book County, and I grew up in Bunnyboro. <laughs> OK.
3: Tell me if this story sounds familiar. Naive little hick with good grades and big ideas decides, hey, look at me, I'm gonna move to Zootopia, where predators and prey live in harmony and sing Kumbaya. Only to find whoopsie, we don't all get along. And that dream of becoming a big city cop? Double whoopsie, she's a meter mate. And whoopsie number 3 no one cares about her or her dreams. And soon enough, those dreams die, and our bunny sinks into emotional and literal squalor living in a box under a bridge, till finally she has no choice but to go back home with that cute fuzzy wuzzy little tail between her legs to become you're from Bunny is that what you said so how about a carrot farmer does that sound about right <gasps> oh. <gasps> be careful now it won't just be your dreams getting crushed
1: hey hey no one tells me what I can or can't be especially not some jerk who never had the guts to try to be anything more than a popsicle oh. hustler
2: oh.
3: alright look Everyone comes to Zootopia thinking they can be anything they want. Well, you can't. You can only be what you are. Sly Fox, dumb bunny.
1: I am not a dumb
3: bunny. Right. And that's not wet cement.
5: Okay, so there's a ton to chew on here. So breaking it down. So much. So you've got, just at the end of it there, you've got this idea that, you know, Zootopia is this, this melting pot and that people, like like I said about the United States, people want to just come here because they believe they can be successful and that everybody gets along in America. Though I don't know if you have that idea these days, but in the past, that certainly was the idea. It was the land of opportunity, that sort of thing. And then he starts talking about how, you know, you're always going to be what you are. You know, it's just this is such a deep scene. So, um, Mark, you're the guest. I'll let you go first on this one what are what are your thoughts when you hear this what do you juxtapose this with this with society
0: so yeah the, obviously there there is uh, a ton of stuff going on here and uh you know the so there are stereotypes in society and you know sometimes those stereotypes uh come from a place of truth and that's i think what they're they're playing on here so uh, you know, the fox is a, a grifter because of his experiences, you know, like the way he grew up, as we learn later in the movie, because we learn we learn obviously a lot about his character as we learn later in the movie, right. uh, you know, his his stuff coming up kind of led him uh down this lifestyle. Right. So that's that's what he was. That's, you know, why the stereotype is there, right. the stereotype is there, because that's the opportunity that he's afforded she was supposed to go down one route and decided that she didn't want to do that and she wanted to to be something else and and you know she's trying to to break out of the stereotype but you know he correctly points out the stereotype of how she grew up and it is a lot of how she grew up sometimes these stereotypes aren't necessarily like these things on their own aren't necessarily bad. They're not. This information is not necessarily good or bad. It can be perverted to be bad, uh, but it can also just be used to inform. This is the situation. These are the circumstances that these people are living through. Uh, if we want them to have, like you were talking about, Dutch, if we want them to have, uh, you know, inequality of opportunity. Then this is the kind of stuff that we need to fight against. This is the kind of stuff we need to to try to eliminate in society this this uh institutionalization of, you know, racism or just lanes that people get put on. Uh, you know, and the only way to really break out of that is to you know, to really swim against the current, to either be incredibly Talented like Judy Hopps is, or to just have a, an incredible strong force of will to break out of that, and I think that's a lot of what this scene is is talking about. But like you said, I mean, there's there are levels upon levels uh in this scene. It's probably one of the best scenes there, as far as in the movie as far as you know ideas go. There's a
5: scene here, and, and I want to I'm going to replay this part in Haas, um, and I want to talk a little bit about the you know just the melting pot of America with this one too, but. But Haas, there's a scene, part of the scene, I'm going to replay here in a second. She obviously worked very hard to get where she was at. And -hmm. her view of Nick, because when he starts to insult her, she gets upset and she says this.
1: No one tells me what I can or can't be. Especially not some jerk who never had the guts to try to be anything more than a popsicle hustler.
5: Your thought on that part, because she's so offended by yeah. a guy who she's like, you know what, you must just be, and whether he is or not is is irrelevant at this point, but you must just be a popsicle hustler.
4: Well, I think the 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 telling part of that and the part that resonated with me more than her calling him a popsicle hustler was never had the guts to try hard enough or, you know, hard to be anything else, you know, and that is... Right. It was so resonating to me because that's what that's what is told to the black community all the time. You know, if you would just try harder, if you would just work harder, if you would just make the effort, if you would just the assumption is. That. For well, the assumption by many. Or by a a lot is that black people, if number one. We don't have that will or work ethic or desire to try hard and to 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 try try hard in spite of our circumstances or whatever to overcome which is false and then there's that that idea that you know if you that's the problem with the you know because it seems that Everybody knows everything about the black community, even though they've never been in the black community and it's <laughs> you know well, let me tell that's you the about problem. Chicago, Chicago. That's the problem pool. with those blacks is that they don't try hard. They don't they're they're content on their welfare and they're content on their yeah, all minorities you know, food be stamps. Here
5: because they want handouts.
4: Yeah. And it's just so funny mm-hmm. because you you look at the numbers and it's way more white people on welfare. But they'll, than they'll, it is they'll
5: black pull people. out and they'll say, Oh, well look at this person, this person, these are seven people yeah, they, who did they, do they'll, that. They always pull right.
4: out the one. And and un- misunderstand the the ben Carson. that the one doesn't represent the whole. You know what I mean? But it does
5: for Ben Carson. Ben Carson right. does represent the fact that you can get out well, if, yeah. you, tr- if well, you work yeah, hard of enough. Of course. But it's the rest are losers. And it's just like, you know, they're just right. lazy. And now there yeah. is some and truth that's the thing to is this. That- there is some truth to this where the Democratic Party, let's be frank, has, especially on a municipal level for years for decades has outwardly championed minorities while covertly keeping them down especially on a municipal level yeah. look at detroit dc chicago st louis you uh, know there's you don't, multiple I don't examples know, i don't know, of
4: know that i agree with that i know well, that you're gonna have
5: to bring the receipts then I, because i know
4: that i know that uh politics in general politicians in general you know have mm-hmm. have uh implemented policies that hurt minorities worst what did the first. dailies do for chicago you know what i mean what did the dailies
5: do for the black community
4: then and, but you, so nothing because dailies because dailies a democrat we're supposed to assume he's not racist no, or but he they, doesn't but they run on
5: but they run on the typical democrat platform at least
4: what has you been know? the last
5: democrat platform since because, the, but the southern the strategy, strategy. Thing,
4: but here's another thing though you, you got to understand this too is that guess what Chicago's one of the most racist cities there is in this, in this country. It's true, this. but
5: it doesn't change
4: no, the but you story have to, for Detroit, but listen though. Listen to me. Listen to me. The, Detroit, Detroit two. is. too. Yeah,
0: Detroit's oh, one of the most, Detroit, Detroit Boston, right. Chicago, then those stop are electing, three of stop the, electing
5: the, corrupt the, establishment Democrats into power. Dope. But the, you can say the
4: same thing about the Republicans. You, I'm not saying that you can't. You know what, what I'm saying? We're it's like about the Democrats it, here's the thing. Here. This is what aboutism.
5: No, don't not, do I'm the what aboutism. I'm whataboutism. not engaging in
4: what I'm telling you this. This is the thing. You know, hey, Daily got elected. Did only black people vote for Daily? No. No, of course so not. So there. I mean, OK, then so don't 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 act like he got elected just because black people vote would daily have been. And we and we have to not. stop this assumption. We have to stop this assumption that black people only vote Democrat.
5: That's not the point. The point you know, is, is, that's, that people, that's silly because they in don't black in people, people. We in don't urban we environments don't do, tend to vent to vote
4: um, Democrat, right. you know, all well, urban here's environments. Here's the thing. If you got one person saying, I ain't going to do shit for you. And you got another person at least saying, I'm going to try to do some shit for you. Which one are you going to vote for?
5: Yeah, but after they lie to you for 30 years, isn't it about time that you wake up?
4: Hey, guess what? But we know but you had exactly what You we, had the
5: guy running you know? in Chicago.
4: Who was the, the rich
5: black guy who ran in Chicago who was a Republican recently? Willie something?
4: Willie Wilson didn't run as a Republican, he ran as an independent. But or, he or was um, a conservative. Democratic. He was. Yeah. He was I was. He, he was a. I know Willie Wilson personally. I've I've had I've right, had dinner with Willie Wilson. Okay, well, so then, I mean, he's a he's a very astute guy. But guess what? But he not gonna, he's party, not going to get enough votes to win because well, this is a racist it's city. Because
5: of his party.
4: It's not because, because of he his wouldn't party. be able to
5: get in. He, because he wouldn't be able
4: to get elected because he
5: wasn't a true Democrat. Excuse me, because he no, wasn't a true Democrat. It's not that.
4: It's not that. You know, and you and I both know that it's not that. Then what was? It's it? not that he he was never going to win in Chicago. Why? Now with that speech impediment and not being black, they they, you're not they gonna elected win. a they, a lesbian oh, black woman. Oh, Harold Washington. Oh yeah, now yes. Yeah, but th- th- right. this is the election I'm talking about, the most recent election. But Willie Wilson, he d- he did not have enough enough policy platforms to to really appeal to people. Okay, he had a lot of great ideas and stuff, but no, he he did not. I'm, and I know Willie Wilson, I know him, and mm-hmm. guess what? He did not. He was not a strong enough candidate. Period. He was not, you know, yeah, and we should well, stop and, worrying and about how the strong candidates that's... are and look at their policy. No, we need to have a strong candidate. We, that, that part of the reason he was a weaker candidate is because he didn't have enough policy. That's OK. That may be true. And, but... and, the, and the jury. And, and I thought and I, you know, I don't live in Cook County, so I couldn't vote for her. But I thought Lori Lightfoot had a better platform than than Willie Wilson. You know, and I thought she had more experience. You know, so we,
5: we don't always we long go long mark,
4: you know, but I'm, I'm <laughs> just saying this. Here's the thing. If you got somebody saying, hell no, I'm not going to sell you that car, you know, and then you got somebody saying, I'm going to try to sell you that car. It may be a little higher price than we thought, but I'm going to try to sell it to you. That's two different. That's two different things. Who are you going to talk to? That may be true, you know, but that because doesn't if make the Hillary Clintons
5: you, and the Nancy Pelosi's and the Joe Mansions of the world good But Democrats. Hillary
4: Clinton was a better candidate than Donald Trump. She may have been, so but that, that doesn't mean that, right that, a, that,
5: that the world under Hillary Clinton was going to be cupcakes and rainbows, because Hillary oh, Clinton who said was, that? was who an said establishment that? Democrat.
4: Who said that? An establishment Democrat.
5: Nobody is. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> the, the point is, is that establishment Democrats have been misappropriating funds and and doing beautification projects, but here's the thing, projects is that downtown the people, while not worrying about people, the people and the schools. People
4: on the fence. People on the fence are not going to vote for a third party candidate. You and I both know that. It's well, not going to happen. We're not going to have enough votes for a third party candidate right now. No matter what, what? maybe it, be, it could be state, it could be local, it could be federal. A third-party candidate candidate is hard to win, especially in cities like Chicago. Well, that's
5: another big issue with this country is the the duality of our yeah political because
4: you really don't system. have a choice. You know, but what's
0: a what what's a city between uh, Centralia and Chicago? Peoria, uh,
4: Peoria or Decatur? Okay. or or uh, so so this is what Haas is saying.
0: This is what Haas is saying. The the. De- Democrats or the you know the establishment Democrats, uh, you want to get you want to get on a train uh, and go from Centralia to Chicago, but the the establishment Democrat uh, you know uh, bus isn't going there. It's going to Peoria. Now the other the other train, the Republican train, isn't going to Chicago either. It's going to hell. It's not even going, going to put the <laughs> They won't even, get, they won't
5: <laughs> even it's okay, on train. but that's not necessarily it's true It's going to Louisiana. we're not going to sit here and paint the fact that just because someone's in a Republican party, not all, that, no, that suddenly not, voted, that they are— No, I for I voted for Republican
4: candidates. I'm just saying this. By and large, especially nowadays, when you look at the policies that are being put forth, when you look at those things and you say, hmm— It's the policies
5: that are being campaigned on. What are they doing after they're elected? Nothing. Nothing.
4: Well, guess what? They're doing nothing. I'd rather have somebody do nothing than have somebody actively work to undermine me. But you're assuming that that every Republican is going to do that. I'm not assuming that because I just said 10 seconds ago I voted for Republican candidates. I'm saying this. By and large, that's not everybody, but by and large. Mm -hmm. The Republican platforms hurt minorities worse than first. As soon as in Houston, as soon as non-black women won um, uh, elections to be judges, what did the GOP do there? They introduced a bill to change it from a v- elected judges to government, governor appointed judges. Why? Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I'm talking about.
5: Yeah, but the Democratic that's Party what I'm has done, done about. these types Actively, of things in the, so in the past. So guess what? Also. If, the,
4: if, the, if the Democrats got in there. Those those lady judges got in there are they introducing a bill to make it uh governor appointed judges? No. It's, it's they they may not do anything. It's but common they're practice. They're not actively working. It's they're not common actively practice. working to un, It's not you know It's it common bull. practice for state assemblies it's, it's common, to take go, com- to
5: when when there's a when there is a particular party in power in the assembly when you have a governor of the opposite party elected it is common practice for those assemblies mm-hmm. to strip the governorship of okay power so tell, me, tell me
4: when that happened the last time 12 white dudes won uh won uh a, a elected judge judgeship it's York. It, it it, i believe
5: it was north carolina so it, it this is well, you this gotta is tell, all, you gotta bring the receipts I, on that I'll, because i'll put the i'll put the is, link in is, the show notes. when I,
4: something happened where somebody black that was elected in power said, you know no, what i'm not, not gonna talking make about it, black
5: i'm talking about when a democrat when when a Republican was elected governor in a with a Democratic assembly, so it it's this is more party based I think a lot of times than it is race based because there are now
4: when you look at the policies and how they hurt people. Well, I'm not I'm not saying look at the that the policies at you're at the talking voter, about the was voter good. Voter suppression policies. Look at the voter yeah. suppression policies. Look uh, at these. That's a different. Look at that's these a different, policies. Yeah, that's a different aimed thing. At, you know what I mean?
5: But, but gerrymandering I'm just saying, and Look all that at that type stuff. stuff
4: uh, yeah. Look at gerrymandering. I, not, but look at look at look at these policies that are put in place as far as uh, law enforcement is concerned.
5: Yeah, but law enforcement. Who does that hurt is, worse uh, than yeah, first? Yes, but law, again, that's municipal. That's a municipal thing, and those things are being implemented very often by but, d- by Democratic by or, or mayors. Those uh, that's, okay. The police but department the, is a municipal you, is a municipal service.
4: Okay. All right, so not a federal is, service. Is, is Lori Lightfoot implementing policies right now? Well, she's only been mayor the target black for target blacks? Is, We don't know yet. I'm just saying, you know,
5: you know. Did he, Harold
4: Washington do that?
5: Okay, Harold Washington's
4: probably Jane the only. Byrne, good, did Jane Byrne do that?
5: Harold Washington's probably the
4: only good mayor that Chicago's had in the last forty years. He's fucking amazing, but. You know, and there's a theory that he got poisoned, but whatever. There's, there, um, there is.
5: There's always. There, there's always going to be that theory. I mean, that made well it very well be true. Is, but all I'm know, saying
4: is, I, I feel like this. The Republicans when I look say at that Scalia
5: was 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 killed to get uh, Merrick Garland in that was, office. That, but, that was just know, evil
4: in, finally consumed him. Right. <laughs> but,
5: <laughs> but they still say <laughs> it. They say this. that he was poisoned.
4: When I, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm all I'm saying is this. Especially nowadays, more and more black people are looking at what policies people are running on. And that is all you can do. And when you look at the policies of a lot of GOP candidates, you say, "Hmm, that's going to fuck me up or that's going to fuck my pocketbook up." First, so I'm not going to vote for that person because mm-hmm. that per- that's going to put me or my kid in danger or that's going to put my bank account in danger. You know? I'm not saying that and that's then you false. Look at other I'm just poli- saying that you don't, can only not- vote on what they what they run on, like you said. You can only vote right. on what they run on. Let's not you exonerate
5: th- people because not, of their party. Because of I'm, that. Not I'm not the exonerating anybody. I'm not exonerating or
4: I'm not exonerating or condemning anybody by their policy. All I'm saying is when I'm looking at policies when I'm trying to vote, I'm like, damn, nope, can't vote for that guy. All right, so you know, well, well, that girl, here's 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 a, here.
0: Let me let me talk about Detroit just real okay. quick because so Detroit's mayoral race is a little it's a little interesting because they. They uh, run on a nonpartisan basis. So, like this last election, which was 2017, it was uh, Duggan who, who won re election ag- against uh, uh, Coleman Young Jr., uh, the former mayor, Coleman Young's uh, son. And they're both Democrats. Um, I hear people all the time. Now, uh, Mike Duggan is white. He, he is the current mayor of Detroit. Coleman Young is black, as his dad was, obviously. Uh, well, not obviously, but uh, anyone that's familiar with. <laughs> With Michigan politics, Coleman Young is very famous. Uh, but anyway, so uh, you know, people would tell me all the time before Mike Duggan got elected because we had a, a series of black mayors in Detroit. Um, you know, how come the council is is mostly black? How come uh, how come the mayor is mostly black? And my response to that always was, "Look, look at the city. The city is mostly black. Why wouldn't
4: representation, baby? You,
0: yeah, why why wouldn't you elect someone that?" understands where and and maybe coleman young jr because and he obviously didn't win maybe because he was you know uh born to a bit of diff- different circumstances than uh, his father was maybe he wouldn't understand uh the plight of the people of Detroit. i don't know because i don't know all about his life story but why wouldn't you elect someone that knows what you've been through and can govern to that that's a big part of the problem. So it's not necessarily that. Democrat, Republican. It has nothing to do with party, it's, like you just said. No, no, I agree. It's not necessarily Democrat, or Republican. It's representation. We need more black people in in the Senate. Yep. We need more black people in yep. Congress. We need more women in Congress. We need more Hispanics in Congress. Our government should look like our country. They, they should, but, that, but, but, but it doesn't.
5: But the point, my point is simple. No, not at my all. point here is very simple the Democratic establishment is overwhelmingly corrupt.
4: They're so, so Republicans are they're, they're, they're corrupt. corrupt. They're I'm both, corrupt. So what are you saying? I mean, what are you are saying? Corrupt. But the, the blue. politicians that, are Demo- corrupt. Yes, are but Democrats,
5: about? and, and this is funny because the next clip is going to go into this, but Democrats run under the guise of being for the people. And a lot of these guys are not.
4: Well, it depends on how you view the policies too, though. Like if you, if you, so. if you view, if you view public assistance as a, as a policy that makes black people lazy, then you you won't agree with it. But I grew up under public assistance and we everybody I knew was fighting like hell to get out of there.
5: I agree with you. You know Trump I mean? also, but what I'm but, just saying, how you do where were, the, the, where were the, the tools p- that were put into place to to assist with that. That well, should have been implemented. Man. And they weren't by the Democratic mayor of Chicago. And they so, they
4: wouldn't have been by the Republican mayor of may Chicago either. That, so what's the difference?
5: What what's may, the difference? Maybe, maybe not. We don't ever, we'll never know. Maybe we maybe it's time for a change.
4: <laughs> Come on man okay oh, so yeah look at look
0: at look at uh the you know go- governors uh like like the governor of um of missouri and, and, and one of the most racist states like in the
4: union missouri yeah oh my i God. mean like
0: like you know we can see and i know not every republican is the same but we can see a lot of what you know what policies uh, uh you know get get implemented right. and it's you know it's and that's the thing. So. You know, Trump run. Trump ran on the same the same type of thing, where he said, "Oh, I'm I'm from the working man. I'm from the working man. I'm for the working man." And you know, he slashes uh, right taxes for the rich and, and all that shit. They're all hypocrites. They all say that they're going to do this and that, right. and, and then they. And don't. Trump, thing is, Trump too, is different
5: his- though. Trump is a Trump is a symptom. Not the cause. But
4: here's another thing too. But is Bush this. was the
0: same Bush way. George, Bush, right. Bush said yeah. the same thing. But that's and, federal. And, but,
4: Again, let's not let's not conflate federal with municipal.
0: No, I know. But
4: here's another thing. Here's the thing too. When when we have to understand as well, when politicians run under certain um, under certain policy platforms, right? Then they get in there and they encounter all of the resistance from the other party. So and now they're trying to
5: protect themselves.
4: And now, well, they're they, not necessarily that, but now it's a fight of your life to try to get some of these things implemented. So certain things don't get implemented because, guess what? The other party is going to fuck you as as many times as they can instead of working for the people. That
5: might be true, but there's very you know very I mean? few Republicans on the City Council in Chicago, and I would imagine very few in Detroit, New York, Washington. All right, I'm going to play the next clip right. here real quick, and and this conversation isn't over because this next clip, it just so happens, is about politics. So this is Mayor Lionheart. Uh, as he fu- as the movie progresses, we find out that it is a um, you know, we're finding out that that something's happening with these predators, and that they're turning what they call savage, and that they're yeah. attacking people, and the the prey is all getting very very scared. Uh, so Lionheart's the mayor trying to find out and protect himself at the same time. Of course. Here we go.
6: Lionheart,
3: please. We're doing everything we can.
5: Really? Because I got a
6: dozen and a half animals here who've gone off the rails crazy and you can't tell me why. Now I'd call that awfully far from doing everything. Sir, it may be time to consider their biology. What? What do you mean, biology? The only animals going savage are predators. We cannot. Keep it a secret. We need to come forward. Mm, great idea. Tell the public. And how do you think they're going to feel about their mayor, who is a lion? I'll be ruined. Whoa.
5: Okay. So you have a couple things there. You have biology come up, which will come up. Uh, it's
4: in their DNA. It's part of their culture.
5: Yeah. It, that'll come mm-hmm. up again in a later clip, um, which we need to push through a little bit quicker. But uh obviously p- politician protecting himself over everything else so that kind of plays into what we just talked about don't everybody jump in at once yep so <laughs> 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 but you know you can finish off your thought while i pull up the next clip here you can
4: i think i think this here's what i think um this is this is part of the problem of politics that people get in and uh they become more concerned about their career longevity than anything and that's anybody mm-hmm. they're yep. more concerned about getting reelected than they are about servicing the people you know and it's it's almost it's it's almost like you can't be in it and not of it you know what i mean you right. you, you have these ideals you know, like sometimes people go into a regular job and they're like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, we're going to come in and I'm going to be a change agent and I'm going to do these things. And then you get in there and you see how the sausage is made and you yeah, well, see Judy what's Hops going is on. trying
5: to be a change agent. We're going to get to that right. in a second. And, yeah.
4: and you're seeing how, guess what? There's a lot more resistance to me getting these changes made than, than, than I thought. And I'm definitely not going to get it done in four years. I'm definitely not going to get it done in two years because of. What's going on now that I now I'm in here seeing what's going on? But what and he says here, it's,
0: yeah, it takes a very special person to to, to in politics, especially yeah. too with all the the money that gets thrown around. Yeah. And it,
4: I mean, I could imagine it's a lot of seductions. There's a lot of seductions and temptations oh, yeah. there. And I mean, and, and,
0: and, and yeah, and even if you're not taking bribes, I can I can imagine that it's very easy to get there with idealism, yes.
4: see everything that's going on, and give and be up. Like you know what fuck it let me get mine oh there's been plenty of people and and, and and then you also also think about the ego that it takes to even run i'm sorry you to be a politician you have to have an almost maloviant, malevolent ego Mm
0: -hmm. you know what i
4: mean and 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 you know case in point in the white house right now we have someone whose ego is definitely over that line oh wait you know what i'm saying and I don't
5: have an ego. I'm the most so modest when you get in there, ever.
4: and you're getting seduced. <laughs> you have you have these pages. You have these interns. You have all these people that are, you know, oh governor, oh mayor, oh alderman. You know, it, when you it, it's it's it takes a strong sense of fortitude to resist those things and stay the course. And then when people realize, hey, this dude isn't going along with the program, or this lady isn't going along with the program. So they're now they're you out. got those forces working against you, but this show bang, this shows
5: here though that that as Lionheart is trying to stay in power and trying to protect himself himself, yeah. that you know you see this a lot with Trump right now where he is protecting himself, you know by he's trying to silence whistleblowers. He's always been about and, protecting himself and all this type though. of stuff. He's yeah, trying. exactly. So you know, but he's he, it's all it we see it right now. He's Lionheart's trying to protect himself by keeping this hush hush because he doesn't want. Yes. You know he's a predator, so he doesn't want it to come out that it's only predators. Yeah. And you know, so uh, after this takes place in the film, um, Judy Hopps actually breaks the case. They find out that um, you know, well they didn't break the case, but they found out that all of the you know that, that all of the the species that were going savage, savage. as they're using in the the term here right. were. We're mammals or we're were predators. So then she goes to a press conference. And there's a funny line in here where Nick says, Press conference 101. If you don't know how to answer a question, all you do is you ask another question and then answer your own question. And then he gives an (laughs) example. So she will do that here. Um, But it's after the press conference. This is the longest clip I have. Um, And this one is just as deep as the other one because it has to do with the media too. So. Um, here is this clip.
6: Officer of Judy Hubs
0: Officer here. Over here.
6: What can you tell us about the animals that went savage?
1: Well, the 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 animals in question um Are they all different species? Yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so oh, all we know is that they are all members of the predator family
5: So predators are the only ones going savage
1: That is accurate Yes that is accurate yes Why Why is this
5: happening We still don't know The funny thing there is that it's the sheep Who asks the, the loaded question And the paranoid pig Why is this happening So We'll continue on well, how do you yeah. find out
2: uh,
1: <laughs> It may have something to do with Biology What do you
2: mean by oh. biology Whoa. A
1: biological right. component you know something in their dna in their dna can you elaborate on that please yes what i mean is thousands of years ago um predators survived through their a- aggressive hunting instincts for whatever reason mm-hmm. they seem to be reverting back to their primitive savage ways
5: okay so i want to stop this for one second here as what they're doing uh, is as she's doing this somehow on cue the board behind her starts showing you know predators in you know photos where they're with gnashing teeth and things like that and nick right. walks uh-huh. over and looks at it now this is important because what she just said is predators are reverting back they may be reverting back to their primitive savage ways in fact i want to play that one more time because this is very important
1: Driven through their aggressive hunting instincts for whatever reason, mm-hmm. they seem to be reverting back to their primitive, savage ways.
6: Yeah, yeah. Of course, Are we oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh, yeah. gonna try?
1: <laughs> it is possible, so we must be vigilant, and we at the ZPD are prepared and are here to protect you. Have you considered a mandatory quarantine on?
5: But here is uh, where things get interesting. So, Nick. Here's this, right? And we all just heard twice what she said. Now, Nick is going to tell her what she said, but what he says actually is not actually what she said, and I think they did this on purpose. So listen to what Nick's response.
1: Fast, I didn't get a chance to mention you or say anything about how we...
5: Oh, I think you said plenty. What do you mean? Clearly,
3: there's a biological component. These predators may be reverting back to their primitive, savage ways. Are you serious?
1: I just stated the facts of the case. I mean, it's not like a bunny could go savage.
3: Right, but a fox could, huh?
1: Nick, stop it. You're not like them.
3: Oh, there's You're a not like them now.
1: You know what I mean? You're not that kind of predator.
3: The kind that needs to be muscled? <laughs> the kind that makes you think you need to carry around fox repellent? Yeah, I don't think I didn't notice that little item the first time we met.
5: All right, so now as the as he walks away right and then they have a a bit of a standoff where he thinks you know Judy like gets in a defensive position against him but as he walks away she talks to the media so listen closely to what the media says here
2: Nick,
6: Please, here she is. You, Nick! Officer Hawk, were you
1: just threatened by that predator? No, he's my friend. <laughs> we can't even trust our own friends. That is not what I Please. said. Please Are we safe? Have any other foxes gone Are
5: savage? We so that's really fucking deep. Okay? Yes. So you have, first of all, and I'm just gonna set the stage here for this. Um she obviously says something that is jaded in nature and based on her own biases, right? right. He sort of makes it. He repeats it to her, but he obviously, we played it twice, made it different than what she said. And I think they did that on purpose. But then as he's, wa- he's walking out, the reporters are all going crazy and they're like, we can't even trust our own friends. Have any other right. foxes gone savage? And the assumptions come up on you know these types of things. So Haas, um, go to town on this one because I, actually, and, and actually I'm going to play this two second clip here first. This is the newscast right afterwards. And I think this is interesting too more bad news in this city gripped by fear a caribou is in critical condition the victim of a mauling by a savage polar bear this the 27th such attack comes just one week after zpd officer judy hopps connected the violence to traditionally predatory animals traditionally predatory yes animals
4: so go ahead Haas. go to town Yo, i talk a lot about socialization and conditioning and that's what, that's, you know, that's what you heard. And then fear mongering more, more, more to the point is, you know, just the, uh, assumptions and the, the, the biases that now percolate to the surface. Uh, much like what happened in, in, in 2016 after the election of a certain person. But anyway, um, now, it's just is, it's, it's funny because, you know, you have people who, you know, about two weeks ago, or whatever in in the timeline of the story, we're living pretty much relatively in harmony, except for little examples here and there of bias or prejudice or whatever and now you see these things start coming out when when you know and that's how powerful the media is it's you know it's just like that it's it's you know when we have a media conditioning and in different different areas of conditioning and socialization, and fear mongering, especially because fear is one of the best, one of the one of the greatest control mechanisms out there for masses of people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, once people get scared, those true vibes and those true thoughts that normally are relegated to around the living room or around the kitchen table or something like that. Um, percolate to the surface and are weaponized. You know what I mean. So, yeah, yep. it's
0: so. I, yeah, I think that like w- with this scene, I, I think I think this is is brilliant. And to kind of jump onto to Haas's point, uh, I don't necessarily think that the media is interested in controlling people so much. Well, what you did they have want, I think
5: though, not it, to cut you off, but you did have the sheep, and I think the sheep was one of the bad guys. So I think I think oh, that yeah. he's like your Fox News reporter, right? Like asking the loaded yeah, right question.
0: Yeah. Well, what they want is they want money, Power. and the way to get money is to to keep people watching. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways that you keep people watching, keep people interested, is through yeah, fear sensationalism. Uh, you know, yeah. When when the Gulf War happened. You know, I remember, you know, we were glued to our TV, you know, in in the early 90s. Uh, you know, things like that. If there's a serial killer on the loose, uh, you know, people are watching the TV all the time because they want the latest information because they want to be protected. They don't want something bad to happen and it come out of the blue, you know. So, so like, you know, if it bleeds, it leads and, and all that stuff. They're asking questions to get to. To that point, to be sensational, to sell yeah. that to their viewers, it almost
5: reminds what, me a little bit of what the, politicians. The, the, remember the Satanism craze in the eighties?
4: Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Procter panic? yeah, Procter and Gamble. Procter and Gamble is yep. this satanic organization. We couldn't even use certain toothpaste in my house. Yeah there was a mm-hmm. there was a
5: report that I, I think I heard this recently on a, on a podcast because I was re- implicitly reminded of it. Um, is that there was like a police agency that said there was fifty thousand. Children murdered by Satanists in a certain year, and like some, oh, yeah. some Shit, reporter yeah. said, "Wait I don't a that. minute! There's never been fifty thousand murders in the United States in any calendar year ever." So what are you talking about, right? right. But these things were being propagated as true.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I remember that satanic panic stuff. Yeah, it the satanic you know, panic was old, old enough. To it was definitely
4: real. at seventy eight thirteen South Carpet. <laughs> <laughs> you know.
0: but so what? What they what politicians do? Is they take this fear that this the you know that the media is jitting up for profit and they use it for power. That's the symbiotic relationship between the media and, and politicians, or at least it's one, one of the, them.
5: It's one of the and, places, Mark, and I think you'll agree that Trump's not completely nuts when he says fake news because a lot of what we do here is no, yeah, I mean, it's not fake the way he says it's fake, but there is some fakeness here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, is like you know, he'll attack, he'll attack some of the more truthful and traditional uh, sources as fake news, uh, erroneously. But that doesn't mean that fake news exists. Like Fox News at times can be fake news. Oh, you Sean, yeah. You know, I read,
4: a, a, I read, a, I read, a, I read a report that um, they did an analysis of Fox News reporting, and like ten percent was completely true.
0: Right. It was yeah. Like <laughs> there's a lot of half
4: truths. That sounds high. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs>
0: but there's but there you know there's there's a lot online like when, w- with people getting their their news online yeah. more and more that's where a lot of the fake news is and that's the most insidious kind because at least you know there are people out there uh checking on Fox News now Fox News viewers probably don't care but oh, there's are. you know there's truth there's truth in media uh you know different surveys and things like that and like the thing that that Haas uh, just just brought up about uh you know they're being checked at least in some way CNN all the over- the-air um news things you know in much the same way but people can go to the blaze,
4: oh, or, the um, blaze. or 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 someplace like that or, or one of the and, one of the places on the left too I, there's there's a, I forget yeah, the, I forget oh, for the sure. site on the left that's just the realist news off there the rails. is on
5: the onion sometimes it's, I think
4: <laughs> the, right. it, the, the, the fox but, but like
0: those places those places don't get checked as no. much and you just read it and you believe and like not me or not us and not i'm sure a, a sizable amount of people but there are a, a big group of people that will just read this stuff and just believe it They're, that's because I can't they that's tell you because how many they have this so-
5: narrative especially the fox news viewer because because oh, yeah. of the fact that it's on fox it. Everyone else is going to say it's false. Your family is going to tell you you're insane, but you're the smart one. So you're the yeah. one who's actually mm-hmm. listening, and there's a reason why you're not getting these facts. That's why they talk about the deep state, which is a myth, because remember, <laughs> Mueller was supposed right. to be working for Trump and expose Obama and Beyonce and all these people, which obviously never happened. Yeah, uh, but I don't want this It's a yeah, lizard. <laughs> the lizard. I don't want the point to get away from us, though, on the one thing before we move on to the next clip. Um, because that as it's funny now we're longer than the movie on the podcast but I knew this would happen uh the <laughs> um the part where where she says something which was wrong but then Nick sort of pushes it even further and says clearly there's a biological component when she said it may be there it may be time to right. consider their biology mm-hmm. Haas, I want your opinion on that how often does does that obviously happens a lot but What do we do to stop that?
4: I think that... We ask the the easy questions here. The biggest thing that you can do to stop that, number one, is that you have to be engaged with people that are willing to have conversation and civil conversation and listen. And when that happens, you can't let it go. You can't... can't, Let it go. You know, like sometimes when you... Like when, when, when he said, clearly there's a biological component, she went right into defense mode and didn't say... No, I didn't say that. I said there may be, you know what I mean. And I think that when we have those distortions of, of verbiage or distortions of the truth,
5: well, then she said, "You're one of the good ones, Nick."
4: Yeah, that that's uh, yeah, that that's problematic. That really rubs you the wrong way. But um, we've talked. You know, about I that think that you have, to, you, you have to you have to, you have to you have to you have to stand up and check that stuff. You know, and and I think that. When we're having our when we when we're having private discussions amongst our friends and coworkers and things like that, that is very very important. That, you know, you say if somebody is reporting on the reporting, you know what I mean, and they're they're sensationalizing it or using different verbiage than was actually reported. Hey, guess what, uh, Jim? That's not what was said. It was actually X Y Z. Right. You know what I mean. Because if you don't, then it's, then now it's if it's not challenged, it's true. That's that's my thing. Mm-hmm. If you don't challenge the mistake or the misrepresentation or the outright lie, then it becomes truth. Yeah, and so we have you to, have to, to stick challenge to facts. It. Yes, yes.
0: It it's not a perfect analogy in the movie either, because I I mean I to to our, to our lives because obviously there are biological differences between predators and uh y- you know prey i guess for for lack well, of a better i think better what they're talking term. about
5: here and is um eugenics
0: yeah yeah i guess to, to a degree but it's like you know there's like uh, black people aren't predators and white people are not predators Right, but that's how it's portrayed that, that, yes there's but a, that's not, not what you over- see
5: on fox news they're rapists coming they're murderers and gang members
0: i
4: guess that's oh, true, just about yeah, any I guess channel that's, that's what you see you see an overrepresentation of blacks as uh criminals violent etc and an under yeah. in, the, in the overrepresentation of whites as um, innocent and altruistic um, and cl- case in point um, a white dude killed his whole family
5: smiling photo
4: right smiling photo of him and the family right you know yeah. a black dude kill someone you get the very worst Mugshot photo you can oh, find. Oh, and you see very, that you see the that the all the time rich now. Photo you can find of them on social media. You see that all the you know time, and now? it's like you and know ment- that could be on Mental
0: health problem. Oh, yeah. Mental yeah. health problem he's for the a, white guy. He's a lone wolf. And then, <laughs> right. Yes,
5: and it's he's, right. he must and, have had some. You know, it's not a biological. Had to be something wrong. It right. had to be
4: something wrong with him because it's not mm-hmm. so it's, as an individual. but then when 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 it's blacks when it's a black perpetrator, then it is. That's just part of their culture. That's part of their DNA. Yeah. That's just how they are. You can't be surprised. Say for a, good, a, a few good ones, but they might show their true colors soon. And I and I saw,
5: <laughs> I, I want to say it was Philando Castile, uh, possibly that the one that's coming to mind is that, you know, right after Philando Castile, CNN showed a, a picture of Philando Castile, you know, smiling with his family, and or maybe it was MSNBC, and then I switched over to Fox News to see how they were reporting it. I think they're showing his mug shot from like a marijuana arrest when he was 16 yeah. or something like that. So, you know, it's it, mm-hmm. they frame things the way that they well, we're going to show an arrest photo because he was killed by a cop. So he must have been doing something. Yeah. Now, I, we got to push this along because we're getting long. And we have only three clips left. And these are this one's uh, not short, but the other two are super short. So, um
4: Come on, Dutch. Let's talk about let's, every single topic. Yeah,
5: we, that we I'm telling you, this movie is just... There's so much here. It's, so much, it's And ridiculous. we're leaving a lot. We're oh, leaving a
4: lot of fat on this. We're, a lot of yeah, meat this on could bone be here. A, This Absolutely. could be
5: a four-podcast movie. So this part right here is where Judy um, gives up. She feels like she fails. She turned in her bad. She goes home. And this is where things start to get a little bit different. Um, these next couple of scenes are going to be uh, interesting because this one here is where she's talking to her parents about how she's failed. And then her parents start to show that they've changed, but then they'll have a line where you show, well, they haven't quite changed as much as you might think. <laughs> um, so here we go.
1: And it made life so much worse for so many innocent predators.
5: Oh. Not all of them, though. Speak of the devil,
6: right on time.
1: Is that Gideon
6: Gray? <laughs> yep, it sure is. We work with him now. He's our partner, and we never would have considered it had you not opened our minds. That's right. I mean, Gid's turned into one of the top pastry chefs in the tri boroughs That's... That's really
1: cool, you guys. Gideon Gray. I'll be
5: darned. Hey, Judy, I'd just like to say I'm sorry for the way I I, I behaved in my youth. (laughs) I had a lot of self-doubt, and it manifested itself in the form of unchecked rage and aggression. I was a major (laughs) jerk. Oh, I
1: know a thing or two about being a jerk
5: anyhow i
6: I brought you all these pies hey kids don't you run through that mindy camp from holly stephies
5: well now there's a four dollar word mr h my family i would just call them not howlers i'm sorry what did you say
6: oh kid's talking about those flowers judy i use them to keep the bugs off the produce but i don't like the little ones going near them on account of what happened to your uncle terry
3: yeah terry ate one hole when we were kids and went completely nuts
6: he bit the dickens out of your mother
3: a bunny can go savage. Savage was a strong word, but
2: it yeah.
5: did
3: hurt like the devil.
5: Well, sure it did. There's a sizable divot in your arm. Okay, so the funny part there is she says, a sizable divot in your arm. Um, the funny thing there is that their parents are changing, but then a bunny can go savage. Well, that's a strong yeah. word. You know, because savage, you got to remember, savage is like a trigger word in yes. this society. Yes. yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, like the word thug. Yes. So both of you guys <laughs> yeah. if you could give me like, um, you know, a quick minute or guessed. so on this. Go ahead, guest. Yes, go you ahead, guest. Go first, guest.
0: Guest. So yeah, I mean, I, I think you, I think you set it up completely correctly. I think, I think Haas's um, example of thug is, is probably the best analogy to you know, quote unquote, savage. It's like saying. Uh, you know, oh, uh, a suburban white kid can go savage. What? Or go, go thug. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, that's. that's, that's strong. That's he must strong, have been hanging out
4: know? with him, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. He must <laughs> been hanging out with him.
0: Right, exactly. Wrong crowd. But, um, no, it's, uh, you know, it's clear she's, she's getting the idea that it, that the biology doesn't matter as much. And I guess that does kind of make it, uh, or bring it back to a, uh, a more apt analogy to, like, like you guys were talking about with the, the perception. So, You know, they're saying in their society that yeah, they all have they obviously all have a propensity or or a capability for violence, and I think that's uh, you know what's being brought across here is that we can all you know that our biology doesn't matter as much as uh, you know our situations and things. I think that's a big. I think this movie is a lot about uh, your experience, how you were raised. Uh, oh, yeah. your your specific what you went through, point yeah. of view
4: and i think yeah, I, I think a I, lot of that's that, about that um i think that when it comes to stereotyping and bias and uh you know even ra- well especially racism i think it's a lot more about nurture than nature yep. you know right you don't know you know because kids play if you notice, boys will be boys. You know, mm-hmm. kids play. little Little kids play until you tell them, "Don't don't play with Jamal," or "Don't play with Brett." You know what I mean? Because da 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 da. Like, you know, I hear a lot of times because my wife is white. How could How could you sleep with the enemy? Don't you know what her <laughs> what her her ancestors did? X Y Z you know what i mean and i'm just like mm. right but that plays into you know so
5: here, here's what i want you to touch on for for a sec here because sure before we, we i want to move on to the next one but the part where the parents they're starting to evolve right and she sees that because right. she's like oh mm-hmm. you know that's really cool you guys so you you've probably seen that too Haz, right like where people you know that transformation is part of what this movie yeah. is about
4: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i mean i mean my ex-wife and i We went through that with our first with our first child, Peyton, because my my ex wife's stepfather was big time, you know. And for a long time, time. big time, you know, and you know the word that's coming after that. But for a long time, (laughs) big time, fan of peanut butter, he would not, uh, you know. Once he well, first of all, once he realized my ex wife and I were serious in our dating. You know, his his it was a total turn in his attitude, and my ex wife, my my ex mother in law, and and him actually ended up getting divorced shortly after my daughter was born, uh, because he was you know running around calling my daughter all kind of names and and stuff like that. Jeez. But you know, fast forward a couple years later, and you know. He wants to see her, and da 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 da, and you know. So there is there is a propensity for people to change, but it doesn't all come at once. And I think that was evidenced in uh, right. That's a good point, uh, Officer Hobbs. Hobbs's uh, parents, where they are changing, but they haven't completely changed. They haven't done and, a and, and Candace
5: Owens and changed everything right. overnight. Yeah,
4: and, and that's the thing. Is, <laughs> and, and and that's something too is that we have to. Acknowledge that in people that all change is a process, and nobody's going to change overnight. Mm-hmm. So you have to you have to allow for that, and to think that someone's going to change their attitude overnight is 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 just wrong, and it's it's yeah. unfair. It's unfair to 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 expect people to change, especially those deep rooted type ideologies and ideas. Those things don't change overnight, and they have to oh, be yeah. actively worked on. So. You know. One
0: of the, one of my favorite movies is American History X. Oh, we're yes. gonna do that one. Yeah, it,
5: it kind of you we know explores. Maybe we'll have you back for American History X because that is on the list. Oh, I
0: love
4: that movie. Yeah, and that one it, in the, in the change in the opposite way is Higher Learning.
0: Yes, higher Learning exactly. Yes,
4: also on the list.
0: But yeah, but that so you know I've known people not as extreme as Edward Norton's character uh, in the movie, but. You know, people that were were very, very prejudiced, very racist, uh, from how they were raised, and as they grew up and they experienced things, and that's the thing is, you know, like like we've been talking about, being able to experience other cultures, being able to experience other people and other ways of thinking. That's, I think, that's really the key, and that's one of the things that gives me hope for the country, humanity, you, you know, what, what have you, is that I've seen people that are you know pretty deeply racist make this change and like you said Haas, it's slow it takes a yes. long time yes uh yes. you know in, in an individual to happen but it, it can happen and every individual that goes through that journey and changes and raises their kids better that makes us better yeah
5: 100 yeah. percent. i agree and, and speaking Hello. of getting better i'm, I'm going to push this to the next clip okay um this is judy's apology to nick uh i wanted to hear from you guys after it's over you know, obviously he accepts it. Spoiler. Um, by the way, spoiler <laughs> on the whole podcast. If you haven't seen this movie three years later, you're late. But, well, uh, what rock have you been living on? <laughs> what rock? Or you don't you have kids. You must not have kids. Uh, but here is the <laughs> apology. Um, too bad people don't do this more. Here we go.
1: Oh, Nick. Night howlers aren't wolves. They're toxic flowers. I think someone is targeting predators on purpose and making them go savage
3: wow isn't that interesting
1: wait uh, wait please I, I know you'll never forgive me and I don't blame you I wouldn't forgive me either I was ignorant and irresponsible and small minded but predators shouldn't suffer because of my mistakes I have to fix this but I can't do it without you
5: so I think that's pretty profound. You know, uh, how about that apology? I mean, what do? how do we apologize for, you know, Justin Trudeau putting on brownface and Arabian Nights and Ralph Northam? And, you know, that's one of the criticisms I have of the left is like there is no room for forgiveness. Um, go ahead. Take this one, guys.
4: I, I think, well, I, you know what? I, I feel like this and this this is what's crazy to me. Um, I've, I feel that the left, well, the, on the left, like evidenced by the young lady who just resigned and apologized. Um, but I, I feel like from the political spectrum, the left, you know, they apologize a lot. And sometimes when they don't necessarily need to, um, I feel like on the left from the, the, the aspect of the populace, you're absolutely right, where there's this all or nothing as far as, oh, they got to go or this or that. Right. But I feel like on the right, from the political spectrum, there is, we're never going to apologize for anything. And then from the right, as far as the populace of that ideology is concerned, they forgive anything that their person with the R next to their name says or does. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
4: And I think that, in reference to her apology, that is how apologies should be. Mm. You know, followed by action. Right. And a lot of times, there if there's an apology with no action behind it, then you ain't done shit.
0: That's what I tell my kids all the time because, uh, you know, one of my kids will misbehave in school. Yeah. Or they'll do something, and you know, they they say I'm sorry very quickly and a mm-hmm. lot, and mm-hmm. and I will tell and I tell them all the time. Uh, I don't need an apology what I need is for you to change your behavior right that's I, what I want that's what I want to see an apology does nothing for me I'm glad that you're that you're you know willing to you know verbally accept that you did something wrong but I want to see a change so yeah, if you
4: I literally had that conversation with my son this weekend
0: yeah and that's because we're good parents us but, <laughs> but uh no um yeah and that's the thing is the difference uh in the apology here in this movie is that she has learned she's she feels bad and she has grown anybody can say i'm sorry you know somebody can can dress in blackface 20 years ago and uh you know uh they people come to them and say hey you know you you did this or, or whatever and their thought process can be Oh this is dumb this is cancel culture this is stupid right, right. but my people are saying I've got to go on TV and say oh I feel very ashamed and, and everything that apology means nothing right. if if it gets pointed out to them and they and they sit down and contemplate and say you know maybe I I shouldn't have done this maybe you know right. maybe this is an insensitive thing to do let me look at this from another person's point of view and then apologize to where it's an actual sincere apology. That's one that matters, and that's one that that will be will be evidenced by by their actions.
4: Right. Yeah. Right. I, I definitely agree with you there. It's, it's 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 all about your actions. It's all about what you do after the apology, and also how you apologize. Because mm-hmm. if you apologize, like if when we're talking about, um, you know, when I hear an apology where someone says. Uh, I'm sorry if you were offended by what I said. You didn't apologize, right? You know, right. Yeah. I'm sorry if my actions thats a sorry, not sorry, you. right? <laughs> you know, I'm sorry that's if putting my it actions- on the other person exactly, right? I'm, you know, and, and that's and that's the thing is that, you know, so a lot of times we hear these non-apologies. I if 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 you were offended by what I said, I'm sorry. Mm. Not, I'm sorry that I made anyone feel this way. Mm-hmm. That's you know, that's a, and then we have to see the action behind it. You mm-hmm. know, and note to all politicians or anyone think about being in politics or in any way famous, if you've got a blackface picture anywhere, if you ever don blackface or brown face or yellow face or whatever, yeah, just tell us just now. out it out yourself now, apologize and get out ahead of it. Yeah, it's much don't, easier Don't try to cover it up. Just say, you know what? I did this back in the day. I dressed up as Mr. T and I thought it'd be cool to put on blackface. For Halloween, I did not understand at that time how insensitive that was due to the context of the time at uh, th- that time. And also due to my upbringing, if, you know, if that person, you know, I, I wasn't raised in an environment where I was where I would be knowing that that was bad. So I apologize for offending people with that now. But, uh, you know, just apologize next week,
5: next week when Delvin Cox comes on the show, um, we're welcoming back Delvin. Uh, I have a question for you guys for the two of you about blackface so prepare yourself okay for for that question um, the, the, the last I, thing I'll
0: out myself real quick right now I uh, <laughs> I, I, I dressed in greenface. Uh, oh, on Halloween. Uh, Martians did, did you dress was, up you... as that
4: did you dress up as that Lady Martian that Captain Kirk kissed back in the day? <laughs>
0: no, it was it was a, a zombie it was a zombie costume. No, but also oh. I I want to apologize to all zombies out there for appropriating zombie culture. <laughs> oh, but, Cap,
5: but Captain Kirk, uh the first ever interracial kiss on television. Yep. Um, That's true. I want to apologize
4: too. For, uh, I dressed as an anti pimp and it's for all the pimps out there who might be offended <laughs> that I offended by dressing as an anti pimp or failed pimp. I apologize. Well, I've told you guys before but I that, that
5: that I, <laughs> you know, when I when I was probably like 25, it was right around the time that um, that there was that KKK rally in Skokie. I was w- w- at, at Cubby Bear North and was wearing a white baseball hat and decided it would be funny to mock the KKK. Um, so I put a, I, I p- took a napkin and cut two eye holes in it and tucked it into my hat and was like walking around saying. Uh, you know, talking about how I want to bang my sister, and you know, my uh, my, oh, my I was talking about my pickup truck, oh, and wow. you know, I'm going to a rally, and you know, all this type of stuff. And I was totally lampooning the KKK, but right. you know, but the thing is, is like, and I've said this before, like I might, not, I, I'm thinking about possibly running running for for office, you know, next
4: yeah. next term, and because that's not going to be explained in a picture, dude. Well,
5: but yes, it won't be explained in a picture. But the thing is, like, now this in those days, you know, people didn't walk around with camera phones, right? Like nowadays, right. I may have been in a little bit more trouble right away. But, you know, in hindsight, that was probably a stupid thing to do, regardless of whether or not right. uh, you know, like we were talking about before with like my friend who was the rapper who said the N word, you know, he, in hindsight, maybe he probably shouldn't have said that. But at the time, he thought he was being cool or something like that. So, you know, it's and, and that's like my whole thing with like Kavanaugh, like if Kavanaugh would have just came out and said, look, I know I got drunk. It's possible that I did that. I In my mind, I never would have raped her. Um, I was just trying to mess with her, and like, if I hurt her, I'm I have no. You could have even said I don't remember it, but I remember her, and and take some accountability for it. But like, by the way, we're still waiting for Blossie Ford's book. Um, yeah, that, that was that. Hannity Promise was coming out, uh, but like, I think I would have been a little bit more open to him to say, look, I fucked up, dude. I was a stupid ass kid, sixteen years old, and I shouldn't be accountable for that now. And that might actually carry some weight not have you ever had a beer senator you know and 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 crying my daughter is praying for this lying lady you know and it's it's just like this lady had nothing to gain from this nothing to gain from this she was the antithesis of someone who would try to come into the public spotlight and these people just decide to ruin her life so it's like but but kavanaugh could have done handled that totally differently and i might have respected that differently but he didn't so I have no respect for Kavanaugh because I believe Kavanaugh did that. So, you know, it's... uh, All right, so um, obviously we're going to end off on a positive note here, but there was a couple things. I'm going to skip past the last uh, clip here for time reasons, but I just thought it was funny that... um, Oh, I I guess we lost Mark. It looked like we were losing Mark there. Oh, shit. (laughs) But um, we'll see if he rejoins back in. But there was some stereotype here in this movie that um you know where like the wolves were howlers right the sloths yes. were slow um the elephant though the member the tommy chong said oh elephants they totally remember everything but she couldn't remember yeah. a thing so yeah. it, go, it goes to show that sometimes stereotypes are true sometimes they're false and then right. i think one of the funniest things was like when nick wanted to touch the wool on the yeah. sheep's head it's yes it's kind of like yes. i wanted to touch a Bell black weapon. person's hair
4: yes <laughs> is
5: that what you saw there
4: Yes. Yes, I did. It was hilarious. Yeah.
5: So um, just close us off, like encapsulate this movie for us in 50 words
4: or less. (sighs) Let's see here. Uh, Zootopia is not just for kids. It is definitely something for adults to watch and watch deeply because there is so much there. If you have the eyes to see and the ears to hear. Right, so check that movie out. Yep, watch and with a new pair of eyes. You can you can
5: find the movie on on Voodoo. You can find the movie on Amazon um, Video. So definitely, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Now that we've spoiled it for you, but there's just so much there. Again, I just I I, I love touching. On it. I've been waiting to do this one for a long time. Mark has rejoined the show, so Mark, if you can hear me, um, take take uh, you know fifty words or less and just kind of encapsulate this movie. Uh, all right. Or, First of all, sorry.
0: Listener. Who who knew I needed more than three hours of ba- battery on my computer?
5: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Let's, welcome to Voice of uh, the Underground.
0: So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's an amazing movie about all different kinds of prejudices, uh, all different kinds of points yes. of view, and yeah. you know how yeah. how they can be damaging, how uh, you know they can lead us to to you know more. More inclusion and, and and better points of view. And and ultimately, it's about seeing, like I said before, like seeing the whole picture, seeing everything, you know, at, at times during this. And, and I think uh, framing it in a mystery story where so often you only yeah. see part of the thing until the climax of the movie.
5: Yeah, we barely talked about the when, yeah, of the movie. W-
0: when the whole picture <laughs> so, yeah. comes in. I think that's a brilliant way to, to juxtapose it. And because throughout the whole movie, she sees part of, you know, the actuality until the end when she sees, you know, the whole thing and they, and they come to an understanding and, and all that stuff. And I think that's, I think that's what the, the movie is, is about.
5: Yeah. And then the sloth breaks the stereotype at the end because he's speeding. <laughs> Like a thousand miles an hour.
0: Nah, ah. yeah.
5: that is. I'll tell you what. That's probably the most accurate part of the movie. Is that people at the DMV are freaking sloths. Oh yes. So that might have been one of the great oh, stereotypes man. that were touched on in this in this movie. So um, before we go, uh, Mark, what you got going on this week on Retro Late Fee? Where, where what year are you in? What's happening? So
0: we're uh, it's 1994. We're always 25 years before whatever whatever the date is uh i'm trying we record a week ahead so i'm trying to remember i mean we record 25 years ago so i'm trying to remember <laughs> You've what been keeping uh, these tapes
5: for a long time
0: yeah I, th- I think we just did little giants uh star trek ne- uh star trek generations is the movie that we're uh we're doing not uh, terrible. you know
5: this week not as bad as insurrection
0: eh, it's yeah not as bad as that's true not as bad as insurrection but not a not a great movie there's a lot of I'm going to have fun with this one. And the other thing we're doing is we're watching uh my so-called life which uh my my wife oh, loved nice. at the time that it came out. Uh, Jared Leto, the uh ha 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 Joker uh, himself. <laughs> Uh, I want to make I want to make a joke so bad about uh, man this uh, this uh, character here uh, Jordan Catalano he's he's so damaged he should just have damage tattooed across his forehead so we know
5: exactly and yeah. you're, <laughs> you're you're so psychic you should talk about Mike Tyson
0: Is Mike Tyson made it on your show uh, not yet uh, OJ Simpson has yeah though.
5: you got to talk about you got I'm sure there was a Mike Tyson fight you could talk about because Tyson is just a beautiful subject to talk about in life but. oh yeah yep so there you go and the listener can find that show where
0: uh we're at retro underscore late fee on twitter uh or look up retro late fee anywhere where uh, good podcasts are sold or listened to or i don't know whatever like like the clip said uh you know uh give us a like i hate myself yes <laughs> i hate i hate doing this bad <laughs> The begging for, uh, for people. So if, to you're if you're
3: interested
0: podcast. If you're interested in stuff from 25 years ago and getting a humorous take on it, then find retro late fee somewhere. Well, you can find retro
5: late fee. You can find me um, at Dutch Jason and Haas is, I believe, lf2 underscore fitness at on Twitter. Is that correct?
4: Uh no. It's Oh uh- no, it's not. <laughs>
5: <laughs> take out the underscore. Oh, lf2 fitness. Yes. Uh, on twitter okay all right guys so thank you very much uh listener for staying with us for two and a half freaking hours but uh, honestly we could have gone four yeah
0: oh yeah for sure
5: easily easily i could have played this movie the entire movie and skipped by some of maybe a few scenes here and there i could have played this movie and we could have stopped and talked about every scene for 45 this could have been a seven hour podcast if we wanted it to be this movie is just that deep so go check out Zootopia. we could have done two
0: hours on local chicago politics alone <laughs> right oh
5: god yeah the, well you know we we love to get uh, on tangents here on voice from the underground so
0: with that being said
5: we'll close off listener you've listened to us long enough we'll see you next week with delvin cox we're going to talk about uh we'll probably get amber heard next week we'll take care of her next week yeah so. we'll
4: get we'll yeah. get to that
0: Amber
5: Heard's gonna be the other guest. She will be on the show next week. Absolutely. Hundred so, percent. I Amber Heard will be on the show not. So
0: yeah, take Dalvin Cox and Amber Heard go head <laughs> to head. It's gonna be epic.
5: <laughs> All right. Take care, listener. All
0: right, bye bye now.
6: You're watching Channel Four News with five-time Emmy Award-winning anchor
5: Ron Burgundy
6: and Tits McGee.
3: Good evening, San Diego. I'm Veronica Corningstone.
0: Tits McGee is on vacation.
1: Thank you for listening to Voice from the Underground. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at VFU Podcast. See you next time.
2: from the underground.